Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Five here on this Thursday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIBABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. 550-5500 here on this Thursday afternoon. I think I sound okay. I think it's coming through nice and clear. Uh, Dow, do you want to uh, check uh, your mic uh, on uh, on your end? No, I'm just going yet to me. Hello, everyone. There we go. <laughs> I was mouthing now. I was, I was throwing some more stress into Mr. Aragon's life, yeah. like he hasn't had enough with all the technical issues the last couple of days. Yeah, it is, uh, it's been something. It's been something I've been fighting through, but uh, yesterday, uh, uh, as a, sort of an ad hoc type thing, you know, it, I didn't realize how important it is for me to hear my voice when I'm, because it's the, the confidence part, it's, you know, making sure that it's coming through loud and clear. So I'm the engineer, I am the producer. So that means that I'm right here on on the board. Uh, I'm putting together the, sh- the show with Dowd. We've got show notes. We run the radio station. This is your sales staff as well. So, you know, I'm trying to think of what don't we do here. <laughs> this is a labor of love as well as a business. We make it look easy, but it's not. It is not easy. So it uh, sounds like we both sound great uh, uh, here in the Kiva. Let's see if we can uh, get this. And, and the mic is... Uh, gotten a little bit finicky so but at least i'm i'm coming through today doubt unlike uh yesterday when i had to move all the way all the way uh that was a fun show though (laughs) i think it was we went straight through right all the way through for uh however many hours uh that we went but it was good let me uh how about this a little bit better 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 test one two all right let's uh, how about you do it doubt go ahead one two check one check two check three hello new mexico a lot better how about now New Mexico, we love thee. We love thee. How about that? Is that, that pretty good? I think is that, that the official? What is that? Do we like it better now or do we like it better? It grows as it goes. It grows we, as it uh, goes. we got to rely on our audience for all of this stuff. You know, they're the only ones who can tell us sort of where it's at. We sound great. That was my accountant. She says that I sound great. Uh, although, <clears throat> um, all things being uh, said, I am in front of the ethics board tomorrow, and she's the only one that could prevent anything bad from happening. Um, yes, the city of Albuquerque is still after me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to get to a lot of news. Uh, they have put out an all-points bulletin for the suspect now that they have for the Sunday night uh, hit-and-run accident over. The downtown's fine. I need to stay closer. I can't stay closer. It's, it's going to have to be something. All right, how's that? A little better? Yeah, I think we'll save. There we go. Pray, pray for me. All right, I'm praying for you, Kim. I sound... Yeah, we gotta <clears throat> gotta stay on top of it. All right, here we go. Five fifty fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. Worked out all the audio kinks. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, they have now come out with a suspect uh, in the hit and run case. And uh, let me give you the latest information uh, on this. The warrant has been issued for a suspect uh, in the vehicular homicide of a seven year old. This one, ABQ Raw again, uh, beating people to the punch here. Uh, with this. Uh, today, an arrest warrant was filed in court for a suspect involved in the vehicular homicide of Pronoi Bachatia. Uh, the suspect is Sergio Almanza. Sergio Almanza. So, uh, he was, uh, has not been taken into custody as of the writing of this. The arrest warrant says many anonymous tips came in about the side by side and who was driving it. 
Tips also came in about where the ATV was stashed immediately after the vehicle ho- uh, committed a homicide, uh, vehicular homicide. The complaint says Almanza was driving the vehicle from Knob Hill Bar called El Sinaloense Mariscos and Grill. Surveillance video from the business verifies he's inside the bar. Almanza then goes outside, gets in the side-by-side with a rear passenger, and they drive west on Central towards the crash site. Around 8.33 p.m. is when Batachara, uh, Batachara excuse me, and his dad were struck by Almanza. It was estimated that traffic investigators at the impact between the ATV and the father and son was a ridiculous 50 miles an hour. Another anonymous tip came in on the 15th, which was yesterday. Witness had heard a male talking about the crash and stated he knew Almanza. He also said Almanza was driving at the time of the crash. The witness was contacted by police and told Almanza came to his house with the wreck side by side because something bad happened. The witness said Almanza said, I just hit a kid. The witness stated that Almanza asked him to help clean up and repair the side by side. Almanza is, that's another crime right there. Almanza is charged with homicide by vehicle. Knowingly leaving the scene of an accident, great bodily harm or death, tampering with evidence, and then the uh, crime, a capital first or second degree felony. He's currently on the loose, and uh, we will currently get more information uh, as it uh, becomes available. So one of the things that was happening everywhere in the city was that people were putting this all over Facebook. I don't know if you guys caught that or not. I'm not on Facebook, but I was getting lots of stuff that was showing me where the stuff and many people with ATVs were getting pulled out. Okay. Uh, one such guy, uh, we'll just call him Yuyo. He says, uh, <clears throat> and I guess this might be, might be it. This was two days ago and his last name is Almansa. It says, stop pointing fingers at me and tagging me and stuff. Cops are going to come check my Can-Am just like they're going to be checking everyone else's. And by the way, on limp mode, dumb asses means it can't go over 10 miles an hour so uh that is uh the from the facebook page five comments 11 shares from yuyo almansa so uh that was uh pulled off of that so not very sorry for if that is indeed him and and that's exactly what he's posting not very sorry about uh what had happened doubt and uh we are number one in the entire country for uh, pedestrian uh, vehicular homicides uh, here. We've touched upon that uh, several times, especially last week. Uh, just, you know, just more and more and more stuff. You know, last week, uh, we we're actually finding out more information now on the two-year-old uh, who's dead after the shooting in uh, Rio Rancho. It appears that the uh, officer was on leave at the time. And, um, yeah. Uh, we'll learn more. Some we'll learn more in information uh, as the investigation uh, continues here. But this is, uh, you know, some of the stuff that we're we're, uh, we're we're starting to get. I don't have any more of the details that I can comment on. I know a little bit more than I'd like to say. I guess is probably what what I should say on the uh, Rio Rancho uh, police. But some of that information has yet to be uh, released. Five fifty fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. If you guys want to go ahead and. Uh, Text or call in uh, this afternoon. We appreciate uh, everybody participating as we get back onto our feet and uh, in the swing of things again. We had a great uh, show, but it was straight through two and a half hours of debt ceiling, Scotland and the Omicron. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, uh, as I'm watching Euronews today, Reuters, I'm watching all the news everywhere. They have shut down France. 
There's no longer anybody that can leave the UK and go to France any longer. Okay, that is over. That is put a complete and total stop right now. The EU has gotten together. All 27 countries have gotten together. Okay, and they they're making mandatory vaccinations across all 27 countries by next June. In addition to that, they have now increased interest rates. Okay, we're increasing interest rates here. Talked about that, uh, that that was inevitable at this point, given the inflation. They are increasing rates uh, here. Powell has come out and said, I believe that they're going to increase, I think, a quarter point, if not a half point, in order to stave off inflation. They are raised from 0.1 to 0.25 uh, in, uh, in, in Europe uh, at this time. And let me kind of tell you, this is like going to be the controlled demolition. They are going to be doing the cram down shutdown. <clears throat> We've been right on everything. Everything that I've advised you on is 100% correct. But there's so much hysteria in Britain right now and in Scotland and the, in the uh, European Union that they are mandating, they're mandating across the board everywhere in the European Union that every single person gets the vaccine. Now, here's the problem. In Germany, they're short 3.3 million vaccines. In Britain, they're short about 2 million vaccines. In France, they don't even know how many vaccines that they're short. In a place like Belgium, that's only about 30% vaccinated, that they don't believe and they don't trust the science and they don't like what's coming in, they aren't going to get the next batch of vaccines. And they're not allowing them to transfer between countries without presenting their vax passports. So just in case you thought that you might go to visit Europe at this point, uh, I don't see that in the foreseeable future. At least the next year, maybe two years at this point. Everyone's going to have to take a test. Everyone's going to have to va have a vaccination. No one's going to be able to move around anywhere. And I am just looking at these, these uh, newscasters, and they're acting like it's just the same old, same old. There's no alarm. There's no hysteria. It's the blame of the invax. Yesterday, I was watching Real America's News, Raheem Kassan, and he jumped ahead of Steve Bannon. Raheem Kassan said, it's a matter of time before it's going to be vax to vote, before they're going to mandate that you have a vaccination if you want to be able to vote. That's what they're doing right now in Europe. They're going to be doing this in Europe, in Britain. Instead of thinking that everybody's coming together, we present the information yesterday, okay, and the day before on all the Arona stuff, which I thought was, you know, very credible. We talked about, you know, how airlines, I think Southwest CEO and another airline CEO are coming out and say, well, these masks just don't work. We're not going to continue with this stuff. We know that local governments, because New Mexico, California, New York, they're going to continue to amp up the vaccinations. Okay, we know that that's coming. Los Angeles now has mandatory indoor vaccine at, at this point. We know that Kroger stripping its uh, paid emergency leave, jacking up their health insurance premiums for those that don't want to get vaxxed. Okay, we know that there's what 26 deputies uh, that uh, didn't get vaxxed up in Santa Fe looking for religious things exemptions. 
we know that the website itself was uh, was crashed. And then we, we, we delve into the power of natural immunity, as I mentioned again, for the third consecutive day. And we know that Fauci, what he said one year ago, is that the pandemic won't last a lot longer due to vaccines. We know that this timeline is going to be infinite. It's going to be nonstop. From the original to Delta to, I don't know what the other one, uh, Emu to <laughs> whatever, to Omicron, to Theta, I don't know what the next batch is going to be, but this is not going to stop. They have figured out a way to control you and to insert fear into you. This isn't this mass health crisis. Many of the people that are having to deal with this are dealing with this because the hospitals themselves are forcing them to deal with this. They're going to characterize that people are dying because of the coronavirus, even though they only died likely with the coronavirus. We know that based upon the Taiwan information that came out in a level three, and it escaped there, and we know that Wuhan was level two, we know where this all originated at. And there's no putting this genie back in the bottle. Big governments, liberal governments like this, every, I don't know how many prime ministers or chancellors or heads of these governments are right-wing, but I would assume in the European Union, not many at this point. You, you want an update from the European Union? Sure. I got a real-time update from my sister Go ahead. in Scotland. 48 hours since my booster shot and my 48-hour headache, headache continues. Nothing over-the-counter seems to help. My chest is really tight, too, and sleeping the past two nights has been with the aid of uh, diphenhydramine. Given that I've made my peace with this not-a-vaccine developed with research gleaned from aborted babies, I don't think this is some sort of psychosomatic response, especially given how ill I was with the first two shots. No matter how bad you have it in New Mexico, be happy you aren't the in-one-party rule Scotland. I think your brother-in-law and I have had some serious thought about perhaps retiring to the USA if this is what an essentially bad flu bug can do to a country unwilling or unable to look realistically at what has happened to the economy and the people. I haven't seen my father-in-law, the sweetest of Scotsmen, since March 18th, 2020. I have no doubt that the stress of lockdown caused my mother-in-law's stroke in April 2020. She will never walk again due to minimal therapy for the five months she was stuck in the hospital when occupational therapists were not allowed to work with stroke, stroke victims. Nurses were not allowed to cut her toenails, so when she could walk, it was painful. Outside nail techs were not allowed in. That's the National Health Service. Uh, for months at the start, uh, Duncan, her husband, my brother-in-law, was forbidden to golf. And even now, as the amateur musical he's involved with starts to get going again, it's likely they will have to close down to before much longer. He will be okay because he has me and the puppy to look after him, but many of his coworkers don't sound so great these days when I overhear the odd non-work-related Zoom call. The thousand-yard stares of people in shops make me remember uh, a lot of people have it worse than me. But uh, if my Latin is correct, and she uses the Latin term, there is no goodness in being better than the worst. This isn't living, though. It's existing. We were not put on this earth by God, the universe, fate to merely exist. I'd hope by now to be involved with Therapets, the organization that takes animals to nursing homes, schools, hospitals. Uh, that is not happening. It is said that you are not given things you can't handle, but that's just a <clears throat> bumper sticker sentiment to me now. Sister Darcy is not happy. It is uh, dismal and uh, abysmal, <clears throat> criminal in, Scot in uh, Scotland. And she did reference the one-party rule where there is absolutely no pushback. 
I wish there was some words I could offer. I wish there was uh, some ability to fight back at this point. But since you've lived with this for 21 months, whether you're in Scotland or New Mexico or wherever, um, you're going to get what you get. I don't know how much more we can protest. I don't know how much more we can speak out and give people the truth. But, uh, you know, there's red states, there's blue states. I can tell you that some of the red states are turning to be blue states right now. Uh, we see that that's happening. They're overrunning them with the healthcare uh, professionals that are telling them just how bad it is, and how bad it's going to continue to be. If you don't get the shot. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. I couldn't bring uh, uh, Rudy on for whatever reason, so wasn't uh, circulating uh, back out there. We'll take a quick break. Bring it back here. Uh, calls and texts. 550-5500 right here in the Kiva. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout. Dine in. Taco Tote. HugeTacos.com. The Rock of Talk is available now on your Alexa device. Just tell Alexa, hey Alexa, play Kiva Radio. Hi, everybody. We're uh, going to put things together, starting with the weather. Looks like it's going to be a fairly decent day for the next uh, couple. Um, it's going to be cold, though. Do get ready for that. Right now, though, not terribly bad. It is uh, 47 degrees across town. Now, getting into town is a little tough on I-25 southbound. We have that rollover. All lanes have been blocked at one point. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but I do know that there is a significant backup coming into Albuquerque from Santa Fe. So budget in a little extra time for that. Getting out of Albuquerque, we've seen the road sign all day that said uh, problem on I-40, all lanes closed westbound. That was between Atrisco, uh, I'm sorry, Atrisco uh, Vista and uh, Route 66. All lanes are open again, but that drive is still trying to recover right now. And if you're in Albuquerque, South 25, that's up to its uh, tough uh, tricks. Right into the sunset, you're slow, South 25, basically from Osuna to Montgomery. All right, you need to come on by Pet Food Gone Wild, your naturally and healthy neighborhood pet food store. We're, we're here right now. We'd love to see you. they got some grooming going on, and you can get to us very easily. Pet Food Gone Wild on Southern in Rio Rancho, just west of Nicholas. Pet Food Gone Wild, hope to see you within the next couple of hours. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job there, Rudy, and I uh, appreciate the, <clears throat> you finding a way to make it work. We're still working everything out, but uh, we're here nonetheless. Uh, 550-5500, we'll keep uh, Rudy on hold. Another uh, weather and traffic check here in about uh, 10 minutes. Uh, Eddie, they'll kill you at the hospital if you get it and you go in there. Don't go to the hospital. They won't give you ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine to stop it. Before it gets bad, they want to mistreat you and bench you to death. A lot of people uh, feeling that bad. Uh, Eddie, I filed a discrimination complaint today. You can't say you are protecting DOD employees and only test the unvaccinated. I also contacted my congressional representatives protesting the DOD's testing requirement for unvaccinated personnel. Good job. There you go. Um, You got to fight back. Uh, Eddie, maybe it's your mic, uh, though I'm sure you've checked that too. Hey, we'll get it all worked out uh, by next week, but at least. We're up, we're running, we're functional. That's the key right now. Dr. McCullo, COVID was announced back in 2017. This comes from a Spotify episode out. I should probably uh, 
uh, forward that uh, to you. Uh, Murder Mike will be ready at 5.30. We'll have an update on a hit and run crash with his name. I think we covered that, but uh, we'll get it again. Loud and clear from Las Lunas. Appreciate that. We've got uh, better, better. Dowd sounds fine. We've got all that. And, okay, working out the, the nice <coughs> kinks, uh, so to speak. Uh, 550, 5, Anything else on the European? Any follow-up update on... On anything uh, out there that you that you want to add to what your sister? Yeah, um, uh, of course she's always sending me articles from various British press and, and European press. I caught this, I think, um, I caught this on my own, and then the the second one was was from my sister. Dutch MP ordered to delete COVID Holocaust social media posts. Uh, Thierry Baudet. Uh, had compared the unvaccinated to the victims of Nazi persecution. Uh, and of course, this being the BBC, they called him a right-wing Dutch MP, member of parliament, has been ordered to delete social media posts comparing COVID restrictions to the Holocaust. This uh, party leader, Thierry Baudet, leader of the Forum for Democracy, had said on Twitter that unvaccinated people were, quote, the new Jews, close quote, and, quote, those who look away from the exclusions wow. were the new Nazis. Unbelievable. His posts prompted legal action. Now, this is your free speech in Europe uh, from Holocaust survivors and Jewish yep. groups. A court has told him to delete the posts within 48 hours or risk a daily fine of about, well, 25,000 uh, euros. Uh, that's about uh, 21,000 pounds, I guess, in the British pound sterling. Uh, a judge ruled against him for, quote, pointlessly offending Holocaust victims and their relatives, uh, apparently you can, uh, your speech has to have a point in Europe. Here in America, we believe in free speech, and uh, the point is in the eye of the beholder. I'm not defending offending survivors of the Holocaust. I'm simply defending free speech here. Uh, Baudet also posted a picture of a Nazi concentration camp with the caption, how is it possible not to see how history is repeating itself? Uh, Baudet's lawyer insisted he not, had not intended the post to be offensive, but as a warning about what the exclusion of the unvaccinated can lead to. Uh, the member of parliament called it an incomprehensible, crazy ruling and said he would appeal. That's uh, just the story of one man in Europe. France, this is another BBC uh, article, France is tightening COVID restrictions for travelers yep. arriving from the UK right. yep. as the government, as you mentioned, uh, in Paris tries to slow the spread of the uh, Omicron, as our president calls it, variant. Uh, from Saturday, most travelers who are not French residents or citizens right. must give a, quote, compelling reason, close quote. Uh, some lorry drivers, uh, for you fellow Americans, lorry means truck, and students will be able to travel, but Brits visiting relatives are not currently listed on the approved list. Uh, all arrivals will have to provide a negative COVID test less than 24 hours old and isolate for at least two days French citizens, their partners and children, legal residents, and EU citizens traveling home through France won't need an essential reason to travel, but still must abide by all the other restrictions. I guess maybe coming to a state in the American Southwest. Oh, it's, it, it's here. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be here. I remember the, the, the Vax passports, like even for me to go to Pope Joy tomorrow, right. I'm going to need a Vax passport or a negative test. Those Vax passports are going to be imperative come the springtime and by summer, they're going to require them practically everywhere in order for you to go anywhere. So, you know, just in case you're thinking about buying the subscription to the Santa Fe Opera next year, as I am, probably won't do so because I'll likely be, you know, not being able to be refunded on any of my tickets uh, for that because I'm likely going to need a Vax passport to go into the Santa Fe Opera. And you're going to see more and more and more of this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You know this. So um, that's the stuff that I caught earlier. In France right now, yes, it's locked down. 
in Italy, you have to quarantine, I believe, for four or five days before you'd be a, a, allowed to go ahead and get out, even if you, you know, post a negative test. But it's just really crazy. So you're not going to be able to uh, travel anywhere. And then you compound it with what's happening in the financial markets, even though the financial markets are pretty buoyant. Uh, I can tell you that uh, they are barely getting by. Uh, Asian stock markets ended mostly lower yesterday. Europe was up at midday. U.S. stock futures oscillated between small gains and losses. It doesn't have anywhere to, to run. It doesn't really know what it's going to do. The Fed and other central banks, uh, both here and across the pond, are dealing with rising inflation, the economic recovery from the pandemic. Here is a warning from uh, Europe. They are raising interest rates everywhere. Interest rates are going up. Congress passed that measure, raising the government's borrowing by, by $2.5 trillion, going to $32 trillion. So we're looking at stuff we can't pay off in an inflationary uh, uh, area where people aren't going back to work. You can't incentivize people to go back to work in certain states. And then in states like Nebraska and Utah and South Dakota, uh, where they're having horrific weather, and I'll, I'll touch upon that as well. And even though I might sound just a little bit crazy, I, I really feel here within the next seven to ten days, as we embark upon the Christmas time, I just feel very <clears throat> uncertain. I feel like something big is about to happen. I don't know what. I can't put my finger on it, but I don't know why. If the Omicron isn't such a big deal and South Africa didn't see it's such a big deal, why we're pushing, you know, the NFL, the NBA, I think the uh, NHL, they're, they're all having these massive outbreaks. Things are being shut down practically everywhere. People are going to be traveling more now from the holidays than they did last year. And I, I believe maybe as much as the year before back in, in 2019. So as we get out and we're all trying to do things and, and, and expand and live our lives, you're going to see this massive spread. You're going to have people who are going to become hypochondriacs and say, I got to get tested. I got to get tested. Uh, when, you know, the Omicron or any of these other coronavirus, which is basically a cold variant, is, is, is not going to have a significant impact on your life. But because you're going to go take more and more tests, and because the tests are free or the tests are paid for, you know, by a hospital, which wants to see you, okay, well, we got to see what's going on with you. They know who to go after. This, this, this morning, it was tweeted by, um, Nick Wilbur. It was very interesting. As I was looking at this. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, here's another headline. Investigation deaths among teenage boys have increased 63% in the UK since they started getting the COVID-19 vaccine, according to the ONS data. I don't know what that is, but uh, whatever the ONS uh, data uh, happens to be. Um, <clears throat> here's this disturbing stuff that, that we're getting. Uh, the Atlantic is now calling this the pandemic of the vaccinated with the spread of the stuff that's coming. So, I mean, you've got some interesting things, you know, that, that are out there that we must pay attention to that are trends. Uh, unfortunately, your governments are not paying attention to that. They've got their foot on the gas and they're going to continue to turn the screws uh, on you all amidst this rising interest rates and I think a lack of real consumer confidence. Have you noticed that people aren't spending near the amount of money that they were spending last year? Even the year before, they just aren't. People are waiting for the bottom to fall out yep, on all yep. of this. They absolutely are. So don't you go said into you were uncertain, new... Eddie. Other people feel that same uncertainty. I think everybody does. Yeah. I think everyone's feeling it right now. They don't have any trust in their government. Going into the midterms, you can expect, you know, the Democrats to get to continue to do what they do. Let's see. Rudy, is that you? Yes. All right. 
Let's check on weather and traffic. Uh, Rudy Grundy. All right, it looks like things get it for you right now because the weather's okay. It looks like it's going to be a little bit cold, but that's all right. 47 degrees in Rio Rancho, 48 in Albuquerque. But I got to tell you, on I-25 southbound, I just got confirmation that uh, Big Rig is still overturned. And so that all lights are close. I-25 southbound at Roy, and that's got about a four or five mile backup. You may want to try the 528 and use the Rio Rancho way into the metro. As far as uh, in Albuquerque, we got some real slow traffic because of an accident. Louisiana and Manal, and so get ready. That's affecting more of the southbound side than anything else, and that's just debris in the lanes because they're getting all the cars out of the way. And it uh, looks like uh, I-25 southbound still up to its tricks with driving into the sunset. Slow downs begin at Osuna, and you're not going to get speed back until you're just about Comanche. All right, we're at Pet Food Gone Wild here in Rio Rancho. Home of the the uh, dog grooming here in Rio Rancho. It is a blast to watch these dogs get out of the car. Just watch the Siberian Husky get out. They're so playful. Hey, what about your dog? Let's get him clean. This is the place to go. Pet Food Gun Wild. We're on Southern, just west of Nicholas. Pet Food Gun Wild. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right. Good job, Rudy. Appreciate uh, you. And it's it's hard to hear Rudy on the phone, but we're going to you know do what's best until we get this replaced. 45 to 60 days on the repair of the uh, board to get us uh, back up. There's, that's literally all we can do. That's the best. So we've got to you know, buy it uh, from the uh, ground up. That's the way it is. All right, back after a quick break, we're going to talk about the pandemic of the, un, of the vaccinated uh, when we return right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, and rockoftalk.com. 438, back at 4. Natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild Rewards Card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild. Tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. Albuquerque really is the place I like, but things have really been changing, and it's been a long time since I've been to church. Where do I go? Churches. Dot theplaceilike.com and you'll find a church that's perfect. Churches.theplaceilike.com. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone 
give us a call and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six. 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com Johnson and Johnson shots were told that they were bulletproof. 
you guys were all told, right? The best way to best way to go ahead and reduce it. It's on the app, by the way. <clears throat> Especially if they were young and healthy. So here we go. Preliminary data from South Africa suggests that the two vaccine doses alone might still allow for frequent breakthrough infections. This just came out today, by the way. Do you remember us telling you this information yesterday? Right? This is all about the Rona. We were giving it to you. We were telling you about where we're at as far as the Rona. We told you that Johnson & Johnson shot loses antibody protection against Omicron. We told you the Pfizer COVID-19 was 70% less affected or effective or the way it's being phrased now, 40% less effective. <laughs> Get the jab, Eddie. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, right. No worries. Yeah, no man, worries, Mike. Will not happen. So I'm watching the black. So I, I watch 173 because I like getting the black perspective because I feel like I need to get it now. Right? I feel like I'm not fully informed out until I hear from the black network uh, BNC 173 on Roku. Okay. Then I listen. Is that different than to, BET? Uh, yeah, this is the Black News. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what the C is for. Black News. Jeez, black I am News not Channel. Woke. I, I am Black not woke. News. You got to watch the Black what? News Channel. Black News. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> oh, 173 Roku. Are, are you, if you're not enjoying yourself, some Black News Channel. I, I listen is, to Euro. Different for Black people. Like, uh, apparently it is. Like if an asteroid's going to hit the Earth, is it is it different for? Black and only Black people, people can actually give you the news on the Black News Channel. Oh, yeah. So there's only black people that will give you. Okay. From a black perspective. Real. Based in Tallahassee, Florida. Launched February 10th, 2020. All of the news that you see coming out of the Black News Channel is exactly the same line by line, chapter and verse, same stuff that is all coming from the White House, that is all coming from CNN, that is all coming from. Euro news. Like, it's, it's exactly the same. Wow. But what do we know about black people and the vaccine? They don't want to get it. I think it was like 60% of black people aren't going to go ahead and get the jab. We don't need it. We don't want it. Yet they're pushing that line. They're pushing the woke politics. And then they start hitting DeSantis. On all his, uh, what, what is it, the, the woke remove of CRT, woke is broke, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. plan that he put together. Right? I mean, just going after DeSantis as if he's racist. Based in Tallahassee, Florida. I didn't know that. <laughs> this combo is going to get you to do every single thing the government wants you to do, including probably reparations eventually. But I digress. Getting three or shots or two shots plus a previous bout of COVID seem to offer some level of protection. So for Saad Omed, the director of Yale Institute of Global Health, that's enough evidence to justify changing the CDC definition of full vaccination. We told you two, maybe three weeks ago, that's exactly what they were going to start doing, changing the definition of full vaccination. With Omicron and the data emerging, I think there is no reason why we shouldn't have a pretty strong push for everyone to have the vax. No, boosters. Boosters. And I just told you about the Johnson & Johnson antibody protection booster that just came through that has zero efficacy against Omicron. How could you fight this data? This stuff is real. Pfizer, same thing. 
the protection dropped from the vaccine's primary two-dose regimen has dropped to about 70%. So if we're all rushing, mandating, punishing each other, whether you're at home or whatever you're doing, it doesn't seem like the vaccines are preventing it from happening. We go back to what we said at the beginning of, end of last week. It seems like the vaccines are actually pushing the infection, doesn't it? Because the spread is happening to people who have multi-injections of the vaccine and the boosters. This is truly going to be the pandemic of the vaccinated. No matter how many times you are vaccinated, it's not going to prevent it from happening. No matter how much the government tells you, no matter how much the news tells you that you aren't going to get it, you're going to get COVID. And guess what? When I get COVID, whenever that happens, whatever day that might be, I will be better situated than all the people who decided to go ahead and take the vaccination. I refer to you back to, again, the Rona Hell piece, the power of natural immunity. Infection acquired immunity offers a much stronger protection against the coronavirus reinfection. So if I get infected with the coronavirus, my infection acquired immunity is a lot stronger than the, and, and against the reinfection than vaccine-induced immunity. It is conclusive. This is an Israeli preprint study where they know more about, and you know what's really interesting about what I saw out of Israel today, out of Reuters? I saw everybody in Israel all had their masks on. Then I looked to the Gaza Strip where they're celebrating in the streets. All the Muslims have their head masks off. <laughs> None of them are wearing masks. Go look. Today, as they're go watch the dancing. Celebrating in the streets. Not one of the Muslims that's celebrating and dancing in the streets has a mask on. Back to the infection-acquired immunity. In the chart that Dowd, I think, posted a few days ago, at four to eight months, the risk of infection after recovery is about seven times lower than after double vaccination. I am eight times less likely to get the coronavirus because of my infection-acquired immunity after I get the COVID for the very first time. We were better off without the vaccination. There's a bottom line aspect to all of this. There's a government injecting you with something that you don't know what it is, but they'll tell you in 75 years after you're long gone and dead. Vaccination after recovery from COVID is even worse. Here's how we get to our conclusion that this is the pandemic of the vaccinated. It offers no significant benefit. Even at six to eight months, the confidence intervals still overlap. Vaccinating young recovered people, children, students, athletes is <clears throat> contradicted. It adds major vaccine-related health risks such as myocarditis without any medical benefit. Maybe the medical benefit that they're really looking for is pericarditis and myocarditis. I refer you back to one more time. I'm just going to keep going in circles representing the same information that's very important. 63% of teenage boys in the UK have started in, after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Deaths have increased 63%. There it is. We're getting what we're asking for because we're not we're, we're deciding not to fight back against it. Anybody of you, any one of you any of you Republicans out there, anybody at all at this point, if you're getting the vaccination, 
all I can tell you is you're not doing yourself any favors based upon the data that we have been presenting you. I think that's pretty fair to say. 550-5500, check on weather and traffic, where we get to your tax Rudy Grande. Go ahead, Rudy. Oh, don't have Rudy. There we go. We'll just hang in there. <laughs> he's too busy petting those kittens and puppies. Uh, he's, he's doing something out there. And by the way, Mr. Grande, um, not all dogs are male, so this whole notion of bring your dog in and he'll have a good time. Uh, my female that I own part of, <laughs> uh, her legal owner brought her into uh, the facility you are at right now and had a wonderful bath uh, a couple of weeks ago. So um, they allow they allow females in that facility as well. <laughs> right. Let's try it one more time with Rudy. Rudy, you there? Go ahead. Yes. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put things together. Hopefully, you got a better signal now. And uh, basically, uh, I got to tell you, it's gonna be a little cool for the next couple of nights. But 47 degrees right now in Rio Rancho, 48 in Albuquerque. Trouble still on I-25 southbound at Roy. All lanes closed because of an overturned uh, semi. That's got about a five mile backup. Use the 550 to 528 to access Albuquerque and the Metro. And driving into the sunset, I-25 is gonna be slow. Montano to, uh, I'm sorry, Osuna to Montano and I-40 westbound already loading up at Carlisle, crossing the big eye towards Coors Boulevard. We are at Pet Food Gone Wild, and they are in their eighth year of working with the uh, Wish Tree. This is for dogs and cats for pets, and you come in and there's an ornament, and these are for rescue pets, and you can adopt one of them for the holiday season. And anything that you buy for the pet that's on the ornament in the store at Pet Food Gone Wild today, you get 10% off on it. This is really cool. Eight years of pet food gone wild with the uh, uh, Christmas wish tree for pets and come adopt, uh, come adopt a uh, rescue animal. All right, pet food gone wild on Southern, just west of Nicholas. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, we'll check back with Rudy at 515 sharp. I appreciate that. Uh, glad that he is uh, here. Here's uh, some text before we wrap the hour. The only thing the vaccine is saving me from is losing my job. Sad face. About right, Eddie. I agree with you. Natural immunity is best. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. Uh, just like the flu vaccination, you have to get each year. They are now saying you'll have to get the COVID vaccine or the shot each year. No one ever said you have to get the flu vaccine every year. Not ever. I have. I think I've yeah. got it once in the last. There's a lot years. of finger wagging, but there's no mandates. Yeah. Never have been. Uh, there are treatments now by law. They cannot mandate EAU shots. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Vaccines are spreading the Wuhan <coughs> bioweapon. Yes, they are. Uh, get the jab, Eddie. Problem solved, a.k.a. ugly government. I uh, read that uh, as well. No sound on the app. Yeah, that was my fault. Uh, dead air. Yes, that's my fault. I'm, I'm working on it. Also, was planning. Oh, uh, Murder Mike's gone next week. So uh, he's going to take a little time off. He doesn't want to get the final count. We're at 123 homicides. Uh, just imagine if we submitted other, uh, substituted other viruses, like the common flu for COVID, and then applied the rules from COVID to the flu. Indeed. People would have to be fed up with this. It is a long time coming. Uh, wow. There's control and sample from Abbott. Binax now. I've got, I have a negative test if you need one. <laughs> <laughs> At the right price. I filed a discrimination complaint today and I have a negative test. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sounds great from La Vega and Audenhall out in the South Valley. Oh, EAU, Emergency Use Authorization. Yeah, there we go. So uh, there's all the stuff. All right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, helping us get through the first hour right here in the Kiva. Up next hour, we're going to talk about inflation, and it's bad.
Analysts find that inflation will require the average U.S. household to spend an additional $3,500 more in 2021. And just think, you were getting all that free money from the government and you thought you could keep it all. It goes right in one way, comes right out the other way. So things are a lot more expensive. We should probably get a basket of goods and tell you tell you how much more things are this year compared to last year. I have a uh, Joe Biden uh, look at that. And uh, you can also put those little stickers on your gas pump and say, hey, I did this. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Back up to the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Holiday travel numbers are starting to be on par with the pre-pandemic record of 2019. That's according to AAA, which estimates more than 109 million Americans will travel over the long Christmas and New Year's week. From December 23rd to January 2nd, more than 100 million are expected to drive despite high gas prices. A Baltimore police officer is in critical condition after being targeted in an ambush-style shooting on Wednesday night. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott saying the gun Men's arrest will send a message to others who believe they can disregard laws in the city. We will not allow folks to just think that they can take out anybody in our city, and especially when you're talking about people who go out to protect us each and every day. The officer is getting life-saving surgery. No suspects have been named in the shooting. USA Radio News. Just in time for Christmas, Michael and Dell has dropped the price of the standard classic My Pillow. Regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Haitian kidnappers released the remaining 12 missionary hostages who were abducted two months ago. That's according to the U.S. missionary group and a Haitian police spokesman. Five others were freed in recent weeks. Former McDonald's CEO Steve Easterbrook agreed to return compensation now valued at more than $105 million to resolve a legal dispute related to his dismissal as head of the burger chain. The settlement, which allows McDonald's to move past a scandal, that has weighed on it for more than two years. Also includes an apology from Mr. Easterbrook. President Biden has signed a measure raising the federal debt limit and averting a default crisis. The bill raises the debt ceiling by $2.5 trillion into 2023. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen had warned of catastrophic economic consequences if the government were to default on its debt obligations this month. USA Radio News. 
Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, goals, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. President Biden is awarding the Medal of Honor to three American soldiers for heroism in Afghanistan and Iraq. Our hearts are overflowing with gratitude today as we honor the unparalleled courage and commitment to duty and the indispensable, indisputable gallantry. Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash, Sergeant First Class Christopher Siles, and Master Sergeant Earl Plumley all receiving their medals in a White House ceremony. Democrats are turning their attention to voting rights after a self-imposed deadline on a social spending bill will not be met. President Biden's social spending bill, Build Back Better, has lost its momentum. Now Democrats want to turn their attention to federalizing elections in America. Democrat Congressman Jake Auchincloss on MSNBC. I've only been in Congress for a year, but even in this last year, I have seen that no legislation is ever fully done until it's on the president's desk, nor is it fully dead when you've, you've got somebody like Nancy Pelosi in charge in the House or, or uh, our, our Senate colleagues working on it in the Senate. So it's not dead. It's clearly stalled. Senator Manchin has been clear for the last uh, several months that he has grave concerns about the bill. There's no surprises there. He's still working on it with the president, I think, in good faith negotiations. But it cannot be an obstruction to passing voting rights before the new year. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro-aggressive. 505. The Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk. KIBABQ.FM. Rock of Talk.com. 550-5500. I feel like I have to hold this microphone like a rock star just to come through. Um, but uh, here we are nonetheless here on this beautiful Thursday night uh, right here in the Kiva. And uh, we got D. Dowd Muska, uh, hour two. And uh, down, I'm going to let you... Excuse me, lead us off here for the next uh, couple minutes. I got to check sure. out something. Go ahead. Um, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Rock of Talk heard on, of course, KIBA in the greater Albuquerque area, up north, up in that Norteño zone of New Mexico, uh, KRSN. Uh, thanks for joining us here on this Christmas. I, I, I woke up this morning and I just started noticing the date. It's December 16th. It's almost like Christmas has just sort of snuck up on me, I guess. Uh, you know, I'm not really taking care of the nephew anymore. and don't have kids of my own. I, you know, Christmas, you know, Christmas is coming when you have kids. And I, I think we're uh, we're over halfway. We're over halfway through December. We're getting very, very close to the end of the month and, and the end of the year. It really, uh, really snuck up on me. Uh, going to be putting up the year end, my year end uh, top 10 public policy stories. Uh, the uh, public policy events that came uh, that will impact you the most uh, uh, in, in 2021 and moving forward into the uh, into the new year. Uh, it's, it was a busy year. Not everything was frozen because of uh, Rona. We've had a lot of uh, right. bad choices in New Mexico uh, have continued. They're just totally irrespective of, of coronavirus disaster. I mean, I can probably go on a limb and say the number one public policy story for 2021 will be the continuation of lockdown craziness. Uh, but there's a lot of room roaming around. And last year I did it in two parts, five and five. And I think I'm going to be doing that again next week. Uh, that, of course, will be available on Rock of Talk. 
dot uh, chat. And um, Eddie, did you want to get to uh, in, uh, the uh, the inflation article? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think are? we I think we need to talk about it because people, you know, they're going to be spending lots of money. So before they go and spend a lot of money, you need to figure out that the thirty five hundred dollars that you may have reserved for Christmas is probably not going to go that far. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Glenn Beck talked about this this morning. Uh, hopefully you can sound a little better. Uh, estimate that inflation in 2021 will require the average U.S. household to spend $3,500 more in 2021 to achieve the same level of consumption as it did back in 2019 or 2020. Such a massive financial burden demonstrates that the dramatic ramifications of rising inflation, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the biggest 12-month jump in more than four decades, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. They also estimate the lower-income households, hey, the most impacted, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's it. Those people with the least amount of money are going to be the most impacted. Not going to go that far. $3,500 compared to $3,000, 10%. $3,500 compared to $300,000, well, there you go. That's 1%. Mm-hmm. Here's all the items in the index, and then I'm going to go and uh, flash and Talk a little bit about uh, Joe Biden and just how bad it is uh, for him. The index rose 6.8% for the 12 months ending November. 12-month increase is the highest since 82. The index for all the items less food and energy rose 4.9% over the last 12 months, while the energy index rose 33.3% over the year. You, of course, know that is driven by gasoline. Oh, who uses energy? Nobody. Especially this time of year. Green energy. And who became the richest person in the world at the very same time? Yeah, that, of course, would be Elon Musk. Food index increased 6.1%. I think people are eating less food in some weird way. These changes are the largest 12-month increase in 13 years and the largest overall increase in the last 40 years. Now, you can follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of this stuff uh, directly at uh, my Instagram, which is at Rock of Talk. It's pretty easy to find me. And, you know, I'll check you out before you check me out. So if you're protected... Uh, <clears throat> Just a little uh, heads up there. A lot of people are just like, you know, trying to see what's Eddie up to. What is? Well, also Eddie, uh, the uh, by way of uh, the, the the hook here uh, for, for Rock of Talk underscore chat on Twitter, uh, I posted a picture last night of my beloved Haritos at the at the uh, at the I don't know the Smiths or Albertsons. Always was seventy nine cents. Now it's eighty nine cents. My uh, orange Mandarin. I took a picture. Opened the opened the, uh, the the cooler section there. Took a picture and uh, put it up there. And I think it was a twelve. Ten cent rise from seventy nine cents is a is a twelve point seven percent increase for uh, when you're driving up my Mexican Arito. soda, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's affecting me, okay. So now it's about me, <laughs> and I, I, I. It's amazing that people are as angry as they are. I, I thought nothing would get the American population angry. They're enduring anything, Rona lockdowns, but it seems like people are ticked off. They're unhappy about the state of the economy, and that's driven by inflation. The donkey is waking up. We only had to knock it upside the head a couple times. I, I'm not an animal abuser, ladies and gentlemen, so maybe a bad analogy, but people who actually go out and have to buy things like gasoline and groceries are starting to wake up to the fact that um, people in Washington are, are just awful human beings, aren't they? So um, anyway, my personal story, it affects me because of my um, my orange mandarin, and I don't like it. By the way, if you're going to drink the apple cider vinegar, uh, you want to go with the citrus ginger. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, speaking of things that you're going to release at the end of the year, out. Uh, I told you that we were going to release a uh, personal diet um, yes, yes. article. Yes. Dowd's uh, very proud of what I've been doing 
<clears throat> as of the last 19 days. All right, Biden's great inflation. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Gas has gone from a dollar ninety-five, dollar ninety-five to three oh five. Okay, lowest, lowest to lowest. Corn has gone from three dollars forty-three for a bushel to six dollars forty-six. That's a straight up one hundred percent gain. Lumber five hundred percent, three hundred and four dollars to fifteen hundred dollars. That's for a thousand feet of lumber. Finally, coal from $39 to $80. Unsustainable. Don't you wish that we were having an election this year? One of the reasons why Joe Biden is so incredibly uh, disappointing in terms of his approval ratings is because of the economy. It's always about the economy. Always. And yet we just continue to print money. What do we do with it? I don't really know, to be quite honest. I don't know where it's going or what it's doing. Now, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, who has been now coined the least popular politician in America, has actually helped amplify this by printing out another $2.5 trillion. Don't these guys realize, don't they understand that people are watching them, that people care, that we shouldn't be spending this amount of money? There is a large group of people out there who think that we need to solve the debt crisis. According to aggregate polls maintained by Real Clear Politics, the great enabler, the leader of the Republicans, Ted Rhino himself, Mitch McConnell, only 24% of them believe that Mitch McConnell is doing a good job. That's lower than Joe Biden. Wow. That's the leader of the Republicans. That's compared to 59% who say otherwise for a net negative of 35%. His Democratic counterpart in the upper chamber, Schumer, enjoys 32% favorability. I'd have to say that the difference between the two has a lot to do with the number or the weight of the media coverage from liberal to conservative. I think people take in the piece of information, they digest it, but they don't really, you know, ponder it. They don't think about it. Whatever you tell them is the truth. People believe it. Here we go. Nancy Pelosi at 34%. Kamala Harris at 40%. I thought she was at 26, 27%. And Joe Biden at 43%. So the low ratings signal a challenge for Mitch McConnell and the GOP's leader's effort to maintain control of the Republican conference beyond next year's midterm. I'd say he doesn't have the ball. Can he be replaced? I don't know enough about uh, government to know whether or not he could be replaced in the interim. Uh, by his party? Can, he, can, can we remove him as a minority leader? Oh, 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 no, no, no. I don't, no. I don't know that that can happen. I yeah, think it's all internal stuff. We, yeah. we know a little New Mexico about when the uh, when the internal stuff, uh, when the insiders make the decisions. They, right. they always make those good decisions about right. you know, who they should nominate or who should head the party, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, and the season's uh, battles, McConnell and his unpopularity doesn't bode well. Everything else is really solid for the Republicans. Yeah. The fact that Biden, Kamala Harris, Schumer, uh, the way the economy and everything isn't going in a good direction, of course, because but you have Donald Trump calling for Mitch McConnell to resign. Get him the hell out of there. <laughs> Josh Hammer, syndicated communist, outlined how the Republican Party transformed over the Trump years into a multi-ethnic working class party. Good job there, Josh. Pointed to a poll in the Wall Street Journal highlighting Hispanics in particular split 37 to 37% on the generic ballot. A parochial regional party with extremely limited statewide appeal outside of Northeast and West Coast 
He also wrote, if the trend lines continue, the Democratic Party could end up a regional party if we had better leadership. Now, I want to go back to something that we finished off the show with yesterday, not many of you guys caught. And it had a lot to do with Latinx. The Democrats are the ones who invented this whole Latinx issue. All right. We're going to go to the Latinx. So two years ago, had 98% disapproval. What we know about Hispanics, by and large, church-going folks, many Catholic, many Christian, love the family, have large families, think that's a good thing, very conservative culturally, hardworking, industrious, bringing more people. That it seems seemingly the only people who are attracted to America because we know Black America doesn't like America at this point. Let's not let's not forget we covered the Black Lives Matter leader Hank Newsom getting in a heated Fox News interview talking about uh, what we're going to go. Here's what he's going to do to the new black mayor of New York City. We have people in city council who can create problems for him. We have people in the streets who can create problems for this administration by shutting it up. Do you think Hispanic Americans are trying to figure out a way to go ahead and uh, bash you know, doors in, bash in uh, windshields, things like that, and uh, create problems? No, you don't see that right you now. You really don't. Do you see Hispanic Americans... Uh, Talking about whether or not math is racist? Nope. When's the last time you've seen a Hispanic talking about math being racist? So if the Republicans are going to jump on with anything, as, as far as I'm concerned, they need to get some real Hispanic leadership. And no, not Marco Rubio. I am sorry. And, and uh, Ted Cruz doesn't exactly come off as uh, a guy with a whole lot of Hispanic cred. Even though he's not Hispanic. The one guy who could actually carry a lot of this, if you let him, if you let him, because there's a lot of white people out there that don't know a whole hell of a lot about being Hispanic, is Governor DeSantis. Governor DeSantis actually comes off a bit as a Hispanic. As a Hispanic leader of a majority-minority state, that would be Florida, I think that would be the go-to right now in order to sort of harness, capture, and take back America and reestablish not just the family, not just the Republican, uh, uh, you know, new identity that Trump was coming with. Remember, I, Trump used to say, "I never, we love our Hispanics, right?" <laughs> he he used to come out and say that <laughs> Hispanics would just be like eating that stuff up, like, "Yeah, we do. We we like Trump, you know. He's very masculine. He's he's macho. He he says what he says. You know, he he does what he says he's going to do. Like that's, that's a very Hispanic thing. I believe the exit poll showed that the Hispanic vote for Trump was up in 2020 over 2016. Yeah. And then you see the latest stuff that's happened in Texas. You saw Laredo and those areas. They have new mayors. New mayors, new leadership, all Hispanic and Republican-dominated. And these are the people who also want to go ahead and put up the wall. They want to prevent more and more people. They want to prevent the drugs from coming in. That's Hispanics, folks. 550-50-500. Check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. Rudy Grande, go ahead. All right. Let's put things together, starting with the weather. Well, it's going to be a little chilly for the next several. It's also going to be very nice right now as the sun sets. We're 46 in Rio Rancho, 47 in Albuquerque. But we still do have that real slow traffic on I-25, though it is improving. Well, on 25 South right there, uh, it's right around Roy, Tramway in that area, overturned Big Rig. All lanes are closed, and so that's why everything is sort of taking you through on the little skinny right shoulder. Not enough. Use the 550 and the 528 to access the metro. 
All right, I-25 southbound looks like uh, that's going to be a little bit slow from Osuna to um, Montgomery, but that is starting to improve ever so slightly, but not so on I-40, on I rather, the westbound trip. That is really tough stuff right now. It just developed slow from Carlisle crossing the big eye all the way over to Coors Boulevard. It's a Christmas wish tree. Susanna, what is this all about? Hey, Rudy, thank you so much for having us here. Yes, we are actually a big um, spectacular promoter, and we are very much happy to be part of the NM Dog Wish Giving Tree. So every dog has a wish behind its ornament, and people just come in and, you know, want to be able to, you know, come in at Pet Food Gone Wild and be able to, you know, buy a little something for them. You know, every, every dog wants a forever home, you know, but if they can't, you know, NM Dog has been able to have them there until somebody actually adopts them. You know what? They would love to have, you know, a little treat or maybe a sweater. It's cold out there. And food. Food is always needed. But, yes, come on over at, and at Pet Food Gone Wild at 2415 Southern, and we have NM Dogs Wish Giving Tree. All right. Well, thank you so much, Susanna. Pet Food Gone Wild on Southern, just uh, west of Nicholas. And with that, we're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock of Talk. All right. We'll check back with uh, Rudy right about uh, 530 or so in about uh, 10 minutes. Uh, good job there on that. <coughs> Yeah, uh, Eddie, everything sounds great now. We appreciate that. 550, uh, 5,500. So uh, if you're looking for new leadership, either on the House side or the Senate side, you know, where does it have to come from? It's going to have to come from Hispanics who are going to have to step up and support the Republican Party. No more of this woke identity politics coming from the left. No more of these uh, Democrat Catholics. Like, folks, you need to move to the other side. You really do. Uh, if you are going to church and you're registered as a Democrat and you're Hispanic, flip the switch. Time to go ahead and uh, either register as an independent or better yet, register as a Republican. We've got to do what we can because it's going to be the Latinos. Uh, oh, did you see what I did there? It's going to be the Hispanics. See, I got careful. caught in the, I got really careful. It's going to be Hispanics who are going to go ahead and I think uh, fight back and, uh, and, and carry this country back. I think it's just the way... And remember, I mean, we were here even 100 years before the founders. Heck yeah. Um, and to this day, uh, as the federal government determines it, uh, participation in the labor force, meaning you either have yep. a job or you're looking for a job. I know a lot of us have jobs and are looking for other jobs because we want a better job. But that's being called being an American. Um, the number one group by gender and by ethnicity who participates in the workforce, meaning have a job or looking for a job, is Hispanic males. Okay, we need more people like that in our country. And uh, kudos to you gentlemen out there who are leading the way over every other gender and ethnic group. They participate in the workforce more than Asian females, yep. than white males. In yep. any group you can think of, Hispanic men are participating in the workforce because these are, and he talks about it, those traditional values and the machismo and wanting to take care of your family, wanting opportunity for your family, exactly. wanting prosperity exactly. for your family. Yep. Um, I've said my, I've even brought my old man around on this who I think was listening more to the, the uh, the anti uh, you know people who were terrified of the browning of the country. I kept making the argument to him over and over again, and, and my father eventually said, "Son, I think you may be right. The Hispanic males may be the, the salvation of this country." It, it, I just look at the data. Oh, and uh, I don't think we have a single, no. We have one Hispanic that's running for governor of the state of New Mexico. Indeed. Uh, I hate to say it, uh, but you're going to have to play a little identity politics here if you're going to be pulling some of those votes away. Uh, Luis Sanchez is the only gubernatorial candidate uh, that's that, that's out there right now, and we're running with uh, what Rebecca Dow, uh, what some mighty white folks, uh, Ron Ketty, uh, yeah, 
I mean, I think that that's just blocks so, and Eddie. Not not much, not much uh, so, <coughs> brownness gonna, in those folks. You're going to have to have uh, somebody of uh, ethnic persuasion, of Hispanic ethnic persuasion, on the uh, on the well, ballot I, and proven and proven. Yes, I should say proven Republican. And, and I actually don't see this as hypocrisy on the part of conservatives and libertarians looking for political success because I think there's a big difference between just being proud of your heritage. Yeah, and listen, and living to, it to this day. If you're Irish in Massachusetts. It's going to help you a little at the polls, more with the old timers. But uh, that's not the same as playing identity politics and wanting different rules for different people based on gender or sexuality or pigmentation. Right. So I don't I mean, just, you know, it's just part of your story and being proud of your ethnicity while still being more proud of being an American. I don't have any problem with that. It's just sort of good politics. Yeah. If you guys want to weigh in on this, uh, we'll try and take your phone call, see if they work. Five fifty fifty five hundred. Love to get your feedback. It is a bit of identity politics. Uh, unfortunately, that is the way the world uh, uh, is right now. Uh, I hate to say it. I hate the fact that that is the case uh, in very racist New Mexico, but that's uh, one of the reasons why it is the case, because New Mexico is quite racist in uh, many ways. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, 523, back and forth. Check on weather and traffic. Maybe take a couple of your calls if you're interested in uh, checking in on this. And uh, if you have a gubernatorial candidate you like, feel free to tell us why you like them. I mean, we are now at that point where we're looking at uh, – the February primary, and who's going to get 20%? 524 back and forth. Rock Greens carry CBD for pets. 
Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Did someone say pancakes? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes, and more. Sunnyside Up, Manila, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now. It's sunny. That's the place I like.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. 
31 here in the Kiva, a little Depeche Mode. Everybody loves Depeche Mode, at least uh, I think they do. I know I do. I saw them live in a uh, concert. At, at that time, it was America West Arena back in the day. That was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, I think that was uh, 2002 when I caught them, beginning of 2002, when we uh, got uh, a little Depeche Mode uh, back in the day. So uh, let's check in with Murder Mike right now. Murder Mike is uh, joining us uh, live via telephone. and. Give us an update on the last 24 hours, what's going on as far as crime in the big city. What's going on, Murder Mike? That's right, Eddie. Uh, good afternoon, Jill. It's a yeah, cold evening. Uh, pretty bright. So we're going to begin with uh, traffic noon. A rollover crash with injuries involving a semi happen for noon on I-40 westbound of the rear casino. The semi was marked placards indicating hazardous materials, causing BCSO to shut yeah, down. Yeah, murder, Mike. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't make anything out. Sorry. You're gonna have to send right. that in again. Uh, yeah, go ahead and do the report, and then just shoot it in if you would. Uh, we can't make any of what you're saying out. I know there's a rollover vehicle crash, but we're almost getting nothing that's uh, coming through that's any uh, audible. And it's probably okay. here, uh, something here. I don't know if you're not talking close enough to the mic or. It's probably something having to do with the board. So I'm sorry. Just send in the uh, audio, if you would, the way that you did yesterday. Okay, I'll give it a shot, Mike, and we'll, we'll do it. Okay, thank you, Eddie. All right, good stuff. Uh, sorry about that. It's just hey, terrible. voicemail All right. How about Rudy Grande? Any better? Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and put things together, starting with the weather. And uh, this is going to be kind of cool for the next couple right now, 46 degrees across town. And I will tell you, it's going to be tough stuff if you're going to make your way to the South Valley right now. Rio Bravo, right off I-25 westbound, all the way to his letter through that construction zone. Uh, what a white knuckler that is. It's just nothing but red brake lights. And you're going to find also still very slow I-25 southbound at uh, Roy with that overturned uh, big rig. So that's the problem there. And that's going to cost you time. Pretty much uh, you want to use 550 to the 528 to access the metro and save yourself a, a whole bunch of time. All right, we are at Pet Food Gone Wild uh, in Rio Rancho on Southern, just west of Nicholas. And that's where they have this great Christmas tree for uh, dogs. So, Susanna, what's going on with this tree? So we have, not only do we have the NM Dog Wish Giving Tree, but we also have a really good rescue here right out of Rio Rancho, which is NMK911, and they have these cutest ornaments, and again, all the proceeds that are being bought for these ornaments for NMK911 go to NMK911. But if you guys want to buy other things, treats, toys, a sweater, some food, we also have NM Dog, and they have amazing things on there, but they also, of course, they would love a forever home. 
because we're we're really we're very happy and very humbled to be part of these wish giving trees for these two rescues here at Pet Food Gone Wild. All right, you got to come by Pet Food Gone Wild again. Very easy to get to. We're on Southern, just west of Nicholas, and we hope to see you soon. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right. We'll uh, check back with Rudy here uh, momentarily. Uh, uh, again, folks, we're working through the board, and it could be Murder Mike, but uh, there you saw, uh, you know, Rudy Grande working through the same exact phone. So we're doing our best here, uh, try and get as much information as we can. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's going on, I guess, with uh, yesterday. A lot of people missed it, and we're, we are talking a lot about financial news today, but Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all selling stock. They're cashing out $43 billion. I would start to watch that here over the next week and continue to see how much of that they're disposing. Because there's not much more, I think, at this point that they can make out of it. Okay, We've talked about the, the debt ceiling being raised, another $2.5 trillion. We saw about inflation. Consumer confidence is down. People not really feeling the confidence of the economy. And then you've got the head guys of the, let's call them MAGA, right? Microsoft, Apple, Google, uh, Amazon, Facebook, and then, of course, you want to add Tesla in there. They're all selling record amounts. Now, of course, it's getting creative, and they're getting credit because, you know, the billions of dollars that they're selling in stock options that are getting issued to other people who are picking them up, you also have to uh, consider the fact that they're paying large tax bills. The largest tax bill is being paid by none other than Elon Musk. He has a $260 billion plus, and uh, there you go. So that's, what you're, that's re- what you're looking at. The financial news doesn't look good, okay, because <clears throat> we're not going to be able to come in and rescue this because they're adding more fuel to the fire. They're, they're saying that Donald Trump raised the, the roof, the debt ceiling, by $7.8 trillion. You compound that with the uh, January the 6th stuff that they're trying to put on him, which in my opinion, if you look at this, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she actually did a tremendous job of saying, hey, look, this shows right there that they were not creating the riots uh, that are over at the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Uh, These conversations that were happening between Don Jr. and Mark Meadows were saying, hey, we need to pull this off. Somebody needs to say something. Uh, You had, uh, I think, Brian Kilmeade jumped in there. I know Laura Ingram jumped in there. These were all text messages that were coming from the uh, main pundits and analysts and personalities from the conservative movement saying, hey, we need to go ahead and pull this stuff back. But that threatens us more than just about anything because that's going to hang over. Regardless, regardless of how bad Biden, Kamala, the Democrats do, because of how the media is going to make that look, the 2022 elections are going to be a lot more competitive and if you don't think those Democrats are going to turn the screws, find the richest among them, start auditing them and making them pay more, well, you've got another thing coming for 23-24. They're going to soak them. And they realize that the heads of those big companies that are having to cash out large amounts of stocks aren't exactly with the Democrats right now. Not only that, on top of that, the District of Columbia sued the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, the Attorney General or the district attorney for the District of Columbia, sued the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, alleging far-right groups comprised to attack, uh, conspired to attack the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. All of that stuff is going to wear on DeSantis, mm-hmm. on Trump, mm-hmm. on every single Republican who is any way, shape, or form sympathetic with Donald Trump. That's what we're up against. So we've got to clear, clear the air on all of this. 
And on the tax returns for Donald Trump, did you know that they're still going after him on taxes? They're going to do whatever they can to prevent him from becoming uh, president again. He lost his bid to shield his tax returns from the House Ways and Means Committee. Even though he's gone, he's no longer president of the United States. And after a federal judge dismissed the case, they're again going after Donald Trump and his tax return. It's not going to stop. And they don't care how bad the economy is going to get. Mitch McConnell isn't running to uh, Donald Trump's rescue at any time soon. Especially when Donald Trump is calling him out. So this inflationary pressure and the problems that it's going to end up uh, creating here for the uh, U.S. economy, I think the worst is uh, yet to be seen. We haven't even begun, I think, the unraveling. I don't know where. Where did the stock market uh, finish up today, Doug? Oh, I hadn't looked at the Dow. I was looking at my 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 retirement income in my one share of oh, wow. Galactic. It's down to fourteen dollars and thirty cents. So I've I've lost two dollars and twenty cents. I was really counting on that for my uh, my retirement, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let me check the uh, S and P. Oh boy, down point uh, eight seven. The Dow down point oh eight twenty nine points. So down, but not huge for the Dow. Nasdaq down two point five percent, three hundred eighty five. Russell two thousand down. So you know, kind of a rough day in the markets. On on uh, on Donald Trump's inauguration day, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was at nineteen thousand eight twenty seven, January twentieth, twenty seventeen. Okay, that's nearly five years ago when that happened. Fast forward to a year later in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty eighteen, the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Remember, we were bragging about this. The Dow Jones went up 7,000. It's at 26,071. Okay? Those were real gains. There were tax cuts. We were getting our house in order. Yeah. They're now charging him with those tax breaks, costing the, costing the United States an additional $2 trillion in unrealized gains. At that point, at that point, we had gained 7,000, roughly half the total amount that has been fully realized or gained during the past five years. Let's move on to 2019, okay? The year before the year before the year. Back on January 20th, and this was after the midterm shutdown. Do you remember when Schumer and Pelosi shut us down in 2018? They brought it all the way down. The government's going to default. We're not going to be able to pay our debts. We're going to shut down the government unless you give us this, this, and this. And they turned it into politics. It was a package that had nothing to do with the financial state of the economy. Nothing. And they brought it all the way down from 26.5 to 22.5, loss of 4,000, right? And then all of a sudden, we started climbing out of this again. Trump was fighting back. Go full circle, January 17th, 2020. Not only did we we increase the same amount that we increased from Donald Trump's inauguration through a full year, full 365 days, 7,000, we increased another 7,000. From the time that Pelosi and Schumer brought us down December 21st to January 17th, 2020, the 29,348. And then the corona set in. And then the COVID lockdowns and Burks and Fauci and everything else. We hit a peak on February the 14th, 2020 at 29,398. People were feeling a little bit too good about things. Things were going a little bit too well, weren't they? People were not happy. Donald Trump's going to get reelected on the strength of the economy. Look at the Dow Jones. What are we going to do? It was almost a lock. 
almost a lock. He <laughs> Joe Biden was 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 flailing in third. Bernie was coming out at the end of February in first of 2020. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And there came the crash. February 21st, my birthday. Last year, 28,992. And then it all came apart. All the way down, just the way the Democrats wanted it, to 19,173. A taking and a drop on March 20, 2020, of a dump of 10,000 points. Huge. So what happened to... At that point, what happened at that point is the Democrats wanted to go ahead and start taking credit for, for the, the, the the economy. They wanted to start printing X amount of dollars. We had to go ahead and do the financial bailouts. Someone's got to soak up that money. Is it real money? So if, if the if the country really at that time and we had the highest, the lowest unemployment rate, February 21st, 2020, let's see, 29,398 on February 14th, 2020. Valentine's Day of 2020. We don't celebrate that anymore. We don't, we don't celebrate any of that, I'm sure. It's uh, Black History Month and a bunch of other things that we Juneteenth. celebrate. But Juneteenth, yeah. We, we don't celebrate that. Or Father's Day or Mother's Day. I might remember all that stuff. But <clears throat> Here we go. We drop all the way to 19,000. They printed 1 trillion. April, 24,242. You put a trillion in, you get 5,000. 2 trillion in June. 25,871. 3 trillion. Now we're going to hold back. It's not going to help us that much. 28,133 in September. Well, we get to right around the election, 4 trillion. Well, we don't want to pass that much more. October 23rd, 2020, 28,335. Well, Joe Biden's coming in. November the 6th, 2020, 28,323. 28,323. Exactly the same amount that we were at back in February 14th. All of that was just artificially propped up after massive unemployment, after a complete takedown of the economy. And here we are a year later. From October to October, we add an additional 7,000 points in the Dow. From And if you don't think this is dangerous, and if you don't think this party is going to come to a halt awfully quickly, you got another thing coming. November 6, 2020. To November 6, 2021, we go from 2028 20, to 36,327.95. Uh, but uh, who's counting? Well, Eddie, I think the key is to, to anyone who wants to throw that in your face and say, uh, oh, well, you're praising Trump for hiking the Dow. What's wrong with Biden, uh, with the Dow rising under Biden? You know, the difference is the fundamentals of the economy were so much stronger during the pre-Rona era, you know, the lowest unemployment for minority groups in this country. I mean, we had, there was an interesting article I read at the time saying that one of the reasons employment could even, uh, one of the reasons that we're struggling to get to absolute record unemployment was so many people were, the economy was so strong, people were coming off the sidelines. So the labor force participation rate was growing uh, in the Trump economy, what you could call, you know, usually the president is given the credit or the blame for the economy. The fundamentals were so sound. Now we had a horrendous debt, crisis looking at us uh looking down the barrel of the gun at that but now with two years of rona insanity people sitting on their butts uh the, the currency overblown to a ridiculous extent now we're seeing the real inflation inflation in the market it's a different circumstance you can't say that the rise under trump was the same as the rise under biden uh the fundamentals are very very weak in our country now so <sighs> i think we're in for a bumpy ride i think it's going to be a very interesting 2022 there is no pattern here to establish going forward. 
There's no paradigm. There's nothing to follow. This is uncharted territory, much like it was going from 2020 into 2021. I told you that. I told you I don't know what to expect. We hit September of 2020 before the election. Here we are, December 2021. And I'm telling you, I think I am probably one of the only people who's been right on the money when it comes to we were at the edge of our perception. We have no idea what's going to happen, but we know there's not a very good chance that Donald Trump will end up coming out the winner in this particular election. Right up until 8 p.m. on election night, you remember. Then it all shifted. Much like the artificial market that's going on, we had an artificial voting system that was out there. We've tried to debate it. Uh, That thing has absolutely succumbed. Uh, to the uh, popular media dialogue, even guys like um, Mr. My Pillow, he can't uh, keep up that fight much longer. We are losing our country right in front of us. And when this crash comes, in fact, I sent this uh, to somebody uh, earlier today. Uh, this was a little, little, little bit scary, you know. Uh, I, I told my my friend Kevin. I said, Kevin, be prepared. This is what I anticipate for for 2021. The biggest crash in world history is coming. That from Robert Kiyosaki. That was also Rich Dad. Uh, written from Sarah Carter, who always seems to be ahead of the curve, who's finding a lot of good articles. And uh, she's one of the, the better parts, uh, if you will, of uh, Sean Hannity. Let's check on weather and traffic. Uh, last time here for the evening, Rudy Grande. One more time. Come on, Eddie. And uh, as far as the roadways, man, that South Valley is just struggling still through the construction zone on Rio Bravo. Well, westbound coming up I-25 all the way up across the river and two is let up before you see speeds come back. As far as I-25 southbound, that's that's recovered in in town uh, between Montano and, I'm sorry, between Osuna and Montano, but still dealing with a problem on I-25 just north of Albuquerque. If you're on South 25, all lanes are still closed near Roy. That should be open here shortly, if not in the next couple of minutes, pretty shortly thereafter. But still, use the 550 to the 528 to access the metro. All right, and when you do, you can come right through Rio Rancho, which is great because it's southern. What you want to do is come up to Pet Food Gun Wild, and here's why. Hey, guys. So, yes, we have an amazing up here, and we actually we're doing this Saturday 10% off everything you buy here, okay, except for grooming. <laughs> but we have 10% off already, so if you guys are short on a little bit of money and you're doing a lot of Christmas shopping, come on over, and we'll give you that percentage off. And we also have gift cards, Rudy, for grooming or for food. You want to give some gift cards away, perfect time to do it. Come on over and let us know that you have some, and we will be here at Pet Food Gun Wild. We are open from 10 to 4 on Saturday. All right, Pet Food Gun Wild, easy to get to. It's on Southern, just west of Nicholas. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Tom. All right, and we'll see uh, Rudy Grande bright and early tomorrow uh, f- uh, for the Friday edition. Actually, we will not. Doubt. Remember? I think uh, I'm, I'm skipping out a little bit early. Uh, just to be fair to our audience, it will be a uh, it'll still be a full show. Yep. Uh, we'll also have uh, Greg Zanetti during hour number three uh, tomorrow as well, who give us an update about uh, you know what's taking place, what you need to pay attention to. Uh, in the financial markets uh, as well. And that's that, that needs to be the focus right now. We spent an awful lot of time on the Rona. The Rona is just going to exacerbate whatever problems are already out there uh, because it's going to create this uh, this weird 
um, irrational behavior. And <laughs> economists just, uh, you know, they, they can't really mess around with any of that. Couldn't have said it better myself. Weird, irrational behavior. Eddie, I've been thinking about, you know, we, we've heard for over a year about the, uh, the, the Great Barrington Declaration by a bunch of valid scientists and epidemiologists, who I guess are the type of scientists, laying out uh, what we've learned through the centuries, how we should fight a pandemic like that, a smart way, protect the at risk, protect the sick, let the rest of us pretty much live our lives, uh, you know, with, with, with the knowledge of to be a little more careful. I've been thinking about the Albuquerque Declaration. Um, we, we could put it out through the Kiva Media outlet, and, and it's a psychological declaration. I will not let the Rona rule my life anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it's in, I, you know, to the extent that there are headlines and there might be news, I'll, I'll pay attention to it from time to time, but I am moving beyond this. The people in government, the people in media... From what we've seen in the last two years, they will never move beyond this. So as an individual, my brain, my heart, my spirit, I am moving on for this. I'm aware that there's this disease out there. uh, In all probability, most people are not really at any kind of significant risk of it. Um, I'm not going to bring it up in conversation. If people at work or people in the family talk about it, I'm going to change the subject or I'm going to maybe go in the other room and start dinner. I'm not going to let the Rona rule my life anymore. People in positions of power have found this awfully useful. They've done tremendous damage at with what benefit i mean what what li- can if you weigh the the the, the, li- the liabilities against the assets what, i mean we we're probably worse off from everything they've done from they, they claim they saved all these lives but of course we'll never be able to run that experiment i'm not going to let the rona rule my life anymore i don't care what government says i don't care what people in the media say if the facts change if if the coronavirus mutates into into ebola and kills 40% of the people who get it i'll absolutely pay attention to that but as it's currently constituted it won't rule my life. Fear of the Rona won't, won't rule my life. Uh, paying attention to the media and the people in government who want to make the rest of our existences about the Rona will not be a part of my life. I am moving on. So it's not so much an, a statement by healthcare professionals or scientists like the Great Barrington Declaration. I think an average person statement we need, and I'm calling it the Albuquerque Declaration. And I think I'm going to debut it in the new year. Uh, and I'd like to kind of publicize the hell out of this because I think we could go national and international with this. I'm not going to let this rule my life anymore two years is enough i am moving on even if government's not moving on the media is not moving on i am moving on i think a lot of people uh will follow your lead out and that's uh, just we, an idea I'm we certainly it up we certainly have uh, i think done that uh, right from the very beginning yep. we'll continue to do that back after a quick break uh here in the kiva uh thanks everybody for tuning in back to read uh, some of your texts and then go into a commercial three commercial free hour three when we return Yeah. 
TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van Ness, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. I am very pleased with my car accident case that Caruso Law Offices helped me settle. I hope I never need your services again, but if I do, I'll come back. Thanks. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open. Save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's Historic Candy Lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? 
JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say breakfast skillet? Go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for their Texas Steak Skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican Skillets. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. An ACLU lawyer says the Department of Justice has ended settlement talks with illegal immigrant families separated at the U.S.-Mexico border and will instead litigate each claim separately. Dr. Anthony Fauci is warning about the continued spread of the Omicron coronavirus variant. Speaking to a U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation audience, Fauci saying this strain will soon become the dominant one in the United States. Regarding the Omicron coronavirus variant, Dr. Marty McCrary offers his advice as far as how we should handle it during the holiday season. Well, I would tell people to feel good about your immune level of protection. We know that immune protection in people over 65 really needs a booster unless that people have had COVID in the past already. That essentially functions as a vaccine dose. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Allyn I want to tell you about my friends at Tangible Investments. Tangible is among the biggest precious metals and rare coin dealers in America. 35 years in business, billions in sales. They sold one rare coin collection for $15 million, the largest private sale in history at the time. They've been awarded the PNG designation. That means they're the best of the best in the world. But here's the big advantage for you. Tangible might just have the lowest overhead of any precious metals dealers. That means they can afford to give you incredible deals. Tangible will sell you gold at 1% over the New York spot price. Just 1% over the New York spot price? Who does that? No one ever. Just say Root. That's it. You get your gold at a price no one in America can match. This offer is limited to five ounces per family. Get started by contacting Tangible Investments at 800-384-41. That's toll free, 800-384-41. Be sure to say Root, 800-384-41, or online at TII1.com. Kentucky Governor Andy Brashear is providing an update on the cleanup efforts in the wake of severe weather and tornadoes that tore through communities in western Kentucky. The governor issuing a stern message for people looking to take advantage of the devastation. If you are somebody out there that would even consider looting someone's home that's lost everything, uh, shame on you. We will find you. We will arrest you. It's absolutely despicable. 
Another person in Kentucky has died, bringing the total confirmed deaths in the state from the severe weather to 75. A bill aimed at pushing back against China's treatment of the Uyghur Muslim minority is going to President Biden's desk. The Senate passing the measure unanimously after it cleared the House earlier this week. The bill bans imports from China's Xinjiang region over concerns about forced labor. The White House said Biden will sign the measure when it gets to him. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The United States Attorney General is speaking out regarding the rights of executive privilege. As the mostly partisan January 6th commission continues to get Trump, West Virginia Attorney General Republican Patrick Morrissey on Newsmax last night says Americans should be concerned that the committee is tearing at the very fabric of the Constitution. Well, I liken the executive privilege argument to what people rely on every day. Let's say you want to use an attorney. There's attorney-client privilege because you want to have confidential conversations with someone to get the best possible counsel, not reveal everything to the entire world. A president should have a similar opportunity to get the counsel that he needs. And I think that's where a lot of the American people are looking at what's going on and say, a president does deserve to have some meaningful uh, executive privilege that allows him to do his job the right way. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. DEA Administrator Ann Milgram on Thursday spoke to reporters about a major drug enforcement surge in the United States to fight the growing spread of deadly fake prescription pills. DEA has seized an unprecedented amount of fentanyl, more than 15,000 pounds this year alone. And that fentanyl is directly linked to the staggering amount of overdose deaths that we are seeing in our country. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. It may feel like age is just a number. I could see her lying back in her satin dress In a room where you do what you don't confess Sundown, you better take care If I find you've been creeping around my backstairs Sundown, you better take care If I find you've been creeping around my backstairs She's been looking like a queen in a sailor's dream And she don't always say what she really means Sometimes I think it's a shame When I get feeling better when I'm feeling no pain Sometimes I think it's a shame When I get feeling better when I'm feeling no pain I can picture every move that a man could make 
getting lost in the loving is your first mistake. Sundown, you better take care. If I find you've been creeping round my back steps. Sometimes I think it's a sin when I feel like I'm winning when I'm losing again. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Uragon. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Hour three, you and me and uh, Deep Dowd Muska, the 3000 here, and a uh, lot to get to. Saw a picture of uh, the suspect on the uh, hit and run oh, uh, from image. the Can-Am vehicle on Sunday night. So that has now come through. Uh, the Albuquerque Police Department has now put that out. Uh, you can follow me. On Instagram, at Rock of Talk, if you'd like, and uh, you can go ahead and see that. I will vet you before you come on, uh, just a little FYI. And uh, that is a picture of Sergio Almanza, so you can uh, see that, Sergio. And then uh, Albuquerque Bar loses liquor license over underage drinking. Um, so very, very interesting, some of the things that are uh, taking place, uh, D-Dowd Muska. Uh, let, let me rifle through some uh, very quick... Um, COVID, uh, I don't know what it is. I, I like going through all the, the, the COVID stuff, uh, Dowd, because you know this is stuff that people should be sharing more and more because they're little truth bombs. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, are, that are absolutely everywhere. It uh, tells us where we are as a society. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty. really. Yeah, so um, let's see if we can uh, get to these. I, I can't get to them. They're, I'll have to navigate some of the stuff a, a little bit better. All right, a lot to get to uh, here this hour. Uh, as always, let's just start from the very top. Uh, the conservative New Mexican had a, a good write-up here on the $15 million catch-22 of uh, Albuquerque's culturally inclusive walking path. Yes, folks, uh, they're putting that out there, a little PC action going in. It's a uh, city plan to beautify the one-mile stretch from the rail yards to Lomas. It's going to cost $15.2 million. Uh, there you go. You reelected Tim Keller. We have 123 homicides uh, on the year. Uh, and then, you know, one of the things that's actually being counted by ABQ Raw that I found out how they were at 138, is they're, count of, they're also counting the justifiable homicide. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, so um, there you go. Well, in a violent place from time to time, you will have a justifiable homicide because there's just a lot of violence. Yeah, a visual anti-justice, I don't know, that should be counted. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different because it's self, you know, self-defense, but there you go. So the city of Albuquerque... Uh, Rail Trail is what it's going to be called. And uh, the Rail Trail is a historically underserved community that has suffered from decades of disinvestment. This is how they sell you on all this. Unbelievable. The world they live in. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't care about all the other things. Uh, Nick did a great job on this this write-up. But it doesn't do anything about violence or homelessness or, you know, uh, the most expensive transient park in history, as he writes. Uh, No, what he is, uh, what they're focused on, the Rail Trail. I don't know anybody that's going to be walking. If you look at the map, I don't know that anybody's going to be walking <laughs> from uh, First Street downtown out to the rail yard. It's just not going to happen. Here's what they're making their claim on, and more stuff that's going to be uh, pushed forward. we got to solve the crime problem. First. None of this stuff is going to get better. You can't beautify your way. All this stuff is just going to get overrun by crime and the bad people. We just recently had the Century 14 Theater shut down. You know, how are we going to climb back and, and get that back in there? We're, we're, we're not. That used to be a great place to go watch movies. It really did. Didn't watch very many of them, but it was, uh, you know, it was one of the places. That, great parking garage, great area. I mean, all, the whole place was, was, was 
was easy to get in, easy to get out. It was very compact. Take the elevator down if you're on the third, fourth, fifth, you know, uh, level, and then you just go down and you straight into the theater. They're claiming world-class amenities. That's right, folks. Its advocates are hoping it will, uh, including with the poor minorities in the area, will eventually be displaced with no amount of, quote-unquote, according to Nick, culturally inclusive art to save them. Intended to catalyze redevelopment in the historically underserved, lots of quotes and all this, the one-mile stretch of walking and biking paths will honor diversity with culturally reverent art projects celebrating Hispanic, Native heritage, themes, Afro and indigenous futurism. Wow. And teams of do-gooders to, is. quote, tackle equity, ensure diversity, <laughs> and drive inclusivity. So it's all woke. It's all broke. It's all a bunch of money. And nobody will be able to even use it. They have a graph here that talks about how much more diverse households below the poverty level, how much poorer the area that's going to be served, how many more people are using their walkability uh, there in the area, uh, the amount of people who are renter-occupied. Yeah, that's always a very transitory, transient, and more and more people rents up year over year, ladies and gentlemen, in the city of Albuquerque by 23% if you're a renter. Mm. And the population of Kohler, nearly 70%, all served here in the uh, rail trail area. <sighs> you think it's just going to be another place where more drug deals are going to get done? Yeah. Another place where uh, more transients are going to relocate to? $15.2 million, uh, just trying to quote-unquote improve the quality of life. In order to actually improve this, whole entire area, you do have to lower crime. And you do have to raise the overall quality of living for the entire state and the city of Albuquerque. Yep. You've got to attract more jobs. You've got to attract more businesses. Yep. That money spins off so you're not spending government money to create these future eyesores that don't get funded. <laughs> future eyesores. I mean, that, that don't, uh, I shouldn't say, that are not self-sustaining. Sure. Because you're just going to have to go ahead and take more money from the people and reallocate it towards these projects that just don't work. And you, Eddie, you've got the, uh, they've got, as, as is so often the case, maybe New Mexico as bad or worse than any place in the country, although this does happen elsewhere, the chain of causality is backward. They think you plop some project down in the middle of a, what they would call historically underserved community, and then all the, a thousand flowers bloom. You focus on your bunts and your singles, you, the broken window theory. You start cracking down on crime. You clear out the homeless. You make the place more attractive, and then investment flows in that way, and then the quality of life improves through all the private investment coming in. They've got it exactly backwards. This is kind of like the spaceport in the city of Albuquerque. We'll spend a hell of a lot of public money on something, plop it down, and just hope for the best. It doesn't work that way. Uh, the process works in reverse, actually, of the way they think it does. And let's not forget, I mean, the most recent criminal activity as we're searching I know, in the River of Lights, it was a big thing. I remember when it didn't even exist. We're now dealing with our inability to police that. From an innocent couple uh, with their two kids, from a family that just happened to be enjoying the lights on a Sunday night, not thinking much is going on, and the kid gets run over and dies with his father in the hospital, and they're coming all the way down from the Northeast Heights to come hang out at uh, one of the city of Albuquerque's premier events of the season. We can't even keep people safe there in a walkability, pedestrian-friendly, 
serving the poorer communities. You know, that area right down by Rio Grande of the Country Club isn't exactly this uh, right behind the old village inn and all that whole area is not exactly a high-income area. So, another project, another opportunity uh, that the city of Albuquerque is going to be creating for you, quote-unquote opportunity, but it is not going to be one. We'll wait to see what's going to Can't be. work if the fundamentals aren't working. All right. The Albuquerque Community Safety Department. We heard about that. I think uh, $7.3, $7.4 million spent on that. Uh, this was a, a self-press release that they did. Uh, I, I know people at the University of New Mexico. I've, I've talked to the people and the professionals and, you know, the, the, the psychiatric department uh, that's there. And I've talked to these people. And they know that this you want them to be the front lines of all this. The Washington Post wrote about this back in October. Tim Keller was trying to take credit for this. You might remember him at the debates back at the end of September in the middle of October. He was talking about, well, we need, need to go ahead and have the community safety department. So we can uh, take hold of these people. These are not uh, level one type calls from them. You really want them to be the front line? Here's their press release yesterday. And this was for yesterday so that they could have an open house. I'm sorry we missed this. I wish I could have gone to this. <sighs> After three months of successful operation and over a thousand calls taken, the new Albuquerque Community Safety Department is inviting the community to stay engaged on its progress. ACS is hoping and uh, hosting an open house on Wednesday from three to six at its offices on the first floor of City Hall. This will be an opportunity for community partners, media, and members of the public to meet the city's newest first responders and learn more about the launch of its first of its kind department. Failure. That's what this is going to be, because you cannot ask people who are working at the psychiatry department to be the front line to deal with people who are very violent. You just can't have it. Delivering water and Cheetos and Fritos and Doritos to sort of placate these guys to get them to get the help that they need. It's just not going to work. I don't care how many Washington Post Good Time articles that you print, it is not going to work. This would have been one of my first initiatives is to remove Mm. this $7.8 million. Remember I told you I had found $60 million. Before we even get out of the chute, this would be one of the first things that would be eliminated. What about that $35 million that was coming from Washington, D.C.? What, where did that go? How come we're not using that to hire more police officers? We've actually lost police officers uh, since Tim Keller has been reelected. More stuff uh, coming. So I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, Dowd, uh, but I'm well, pretty sure you feel the very same thing that I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what jumps off the page just as a policy analyst when I have my policy hat on most of the time is – Boy, in Albuquerque does this, but all government does this. They are great at tracking um, statistics about you know how many calls we took or how many employees we have. They're not they're they're calling it a success because they took a thousand calls and because people feel good about this. Uh, how many people were permanently helped by this? I mean, how many how many people are not homeless because of this first three months? I mean, the fact that you took a thousand calls, okay. It doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> what what actually, when you went out to help these people, were, were the people who placed the calls who were concerned about someone, were they satisfied at the resolution of this? You know, that would be something that, say, a private sector entity would, would track. But uh, in government, we just say, we took a thousand calls. Doesn't that make us, uh, shouldn't you be proud of us? Well, it doesn't really tell me very much, does it? Let's see if we can go get a, a quick update uh, with Murder Mike, speaking of the uh, community service, to see how this uh, comes out. 
they're coming through or not? How about now? Barely. Yeah. I'll have to send it to you. I just heard something about a Toyota Camry, <laughs> but very low. Yeah, there's no way for me to sort of uh, plug this into the board, so we'll we'll go ahead and have to include it in the uh, the write up for this evening, and I'll we'll, we'll put it there. So um, I'm glad that uh, Murder Mike was able to get it through, but uh, there you go. Uh, Five fifty fifty five hundred. Wayne Texan. Nauseating woke rail trail and human garbage voted that creep killer back into uh, office. Uh, hi, Eddie. I already know what's going to happen. After the city realizes improvements aren't working, someone will steal the valuable art. Remember the fancy sidewalks that were found in the city employee's backyard? I do remember that. Yeah. Good, good, uh, good little memory there. And you know, good on you guys for remembering the things that uh, they want you to forget. Free fentanyl with a contract with French's. If you are triple back. Oh, good. Huh. That's uh, nice. Funny, funny little joke there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gordon Ledfoot, he's a bad bro. I saw Black Sabbath reunion 1999 at the Diamondbacks Dome. It was a badass, bro. I didn't, I didn't realize they, they did that. I was, uh, I was all over there. I lived in downtown Phoenix for a while. Lived on 9th and Van Buren. So I had lived there, lived in Avondale. Um, you know, Phoenix is gigantic now. It's, I mean, it's unsustainable, and <laughs> given the amount of uh, water that they put in there and the the hike of the uh, the property uh, values, I mean, I don't know what is going to happen in, in in Phoenix overall in the overall metro, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, let's see, what a bunch of crap downtown. Me and my family will not go downtown because of the inconvenience of the art bus system. It actually goes right around, uh, and the crime rate downtown really puts everyone's safety at risk. It won't take that chance. Uh, let's see. The res- residents of San Jose Barrio has been trying to get a meeting with Mayor Keller for four years regarding the air quality issues down in that area, and also because the crime is out of control in the South Barrio. That's where our radio tower is, by the way, San Jose area. But uh, yet he's going to invest fifteen million dollars in beautification of an area with all they really want is clean air, and for somebody to address the crime problems down there. That's from uh, your gubernatorial candidate, uh, Luis Sanchez. Oh, uh, let's see. How about some feel-good news from Hobbs? I think she's amazing. That's a, a new truck at the Las Vegas Toughest Rodeo. I love that story. Uh, the love team. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Love it. Um, let's see. Leading cardiologist says cluster collapses. Footballers likely all just a coincidence. I was at McKellips and Stapley in Mesa for 10 years. Uh, okay, got that. Uh, let's see. UK moving to COVID passports. Ah. Trump owns real estate in uh, the Democrats' brain. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, Hispanic conservatives are too smart to vote by skin color. Maybe so. But uh, nonetheless, oh, here are the uh, police. They're right outside. Just like the flu vaccination you have to get each year, they are now saying you'll have to get the COVID vaccine shot each year. Everything sounds great. Uh, good job. Uh, on Fox Nation, Tucker Carlson interviews RFK Jr., about vaccines, a must-watch eye-opener. Must-watch eye-opener tonight. EAU emergency use authorization, and I'm a pure blood for life. Let's see. Holy smokes, Eddie! I have no idea what's going on with my data limit, but I'll call you lady later. Uh, that, I guess uh, Murder Mike was running into some sort of data limit. I, I, he has a he has a phone here if he wants. It. A lot of throughput with Murder Mike there. <laughs> He's got a lot to report on. Five fifty fifty five hundred. If you want to continue to text in. Santa Fe reporter, the uh, uber-left uh, liberal rag there, 
that uh, stinks to high heaven in uh, Santa Fe is actually writing about something that we all need to discuss, especially during this time of year. The risk factors for suicide among youths remain high, and for Santa Fe organizations work to fill in the gaps. Well, how about a Santa Fe mayor who's keeping the place open, uh, who's keeping it bustling, and uh, you know that's part of the depression that's uh, going around. As we continue, and they note this, as the world rounds the corner on the second year with COVID-19, an unsteady new mix of heightened anxiety and mental stresses has emerged in young people, threatening to exacerbate New Mexico's persistently high rate of death by suicide. Experts and advocates tell SFR. We have told you that we have the, I think, third highest. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it? Is it? I think uh, third, third or fourth. Yeah. Third or fourth highest rate per capita in the entire country in terms of uh, the number of suicides. The lion's share of youth deaths by suicide in the last five years occurred in the metro region. Sandoval, Bernalillo, Valencia, and Torrance counties. The county is just now devoting significant resources in the area of youth behavioral health. According to Rachel O'Connor, the director of Santa Fe's Community Services Department, it's an evolution of practice. Since the pandemic began, the county has used over $140,000 in gross receipts to contract with the Sky Center and Team Builders, a counseling provider in Santa Is that it? Since the beginning? And, and you're telling me less than $10,000 a month is what they've been spending on suicide? I mean, it should be significantly higher how mm-hmm. big this issue is. There's more relief coming, too, according to O'Connor. The county plans to allocate 700000 from the American Rescue Plan to expand existing services for youth. I mean, if Michelle Lujan Grisham really cared about that, I mean, she'd be funding that in the millions. Oh, more things. Teenagers probably think we're impacted more devastatingly than anyone just because of where they are developmentally. How about the fact that they weren't able to go to school? They weren't able to participate, see their friends, have proms, have graduations. Remember? Graduations were canceled this past year, mm-hmm. right? 2020 graduation. I think we've had, have they had two graduations canceled? That would be 2020, 2019, mm. 2020, and then 2021. <laughs> or at least severely hurt. Social I'm, I'm connection. Sure more is, to come. Yeah. yeah, social connection is such an important part of that development process. I think it's a age. huge point. Social connection is an important part of that development process. When you think about being a teenager, it's that transition time between being an irresponsible kind of, uh, liberty gibbet kid and, and learning how to do more adult things. You know, we, we talked a lot about the young kids, Eddie, but I don't know, maybe we'll see the data in the years to come from honest scholars, but it seems to me maybe, maybe teens had it the worst because they are in that transition where you're supposed to at least theoretically become an adult. And uh, you do that. A lot of that is achieved by interacting with people and you know, learning how to behave. The other thing I think that's important to note is if they do cancel them this next year because of Omicron or they alter them, that will be the sophomores, juniors, and seniors consecutively. That none of the three last classes will have walked for or participated in uh, the social socialization uh, during high school, which is so incredibly important. Mm, definitely, definitely. Mm. Uh, the only good news uh, of, of what is primarily bad news is we are moving apparently. Uh, in July, dialing 988 in New Mexico will direct callers to the uh, Agora Crisis Center in Albuquerque, staffed by a team of volunteers trained to de-escalate uh, crises and connect with those, uh, connect them with services, callers with services if necessary, including mobile crisis teams like the one recently established in Santa Fe County. I guess a little bit of a bright spot in what has been an overall very dark picture. There it is. Uh, 550-5500. Let's uh, move on uh, to a very sad story out in Valencia County. And... Uh, Folks, uh, another, uh, we, we talked about this 
with our uh, dead baby segment. Um, have, you ever, have you ever read that book, Martin Amos? No. Have you ever read Martin Amos? I mean, I know he's a very, very big name. In yeah, the, but uh, in, it's, in it's, 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 uh, it's sort of like uh, the big chill. Uh, you know, everybody uh, drugging, having a great time. You know, if it, but yeah, it's uh, you gotta you gotta read it. That, that's where I got that phrase. Uh, one of my friends who won a jackpot in Las Vegas, uh, his name was Garrett, um, and he he was Welsh, and uh, he's the one who gave me that book, Dead Babies, by Martin Amos. And wow, it was a small little patroner back uh, when I was uh, back in college. So uh, the second grade boy killed. Uh, the community paying uh, tribute uh, to him. And then, of course, we had the young two-year-old uh, who was killed. And then the death uh, that happened a couple of years ago in December 2019 of James Dunkley uh, Cruz. Now four people uh, charged in that. And in New Mexico, a couple facing charges after a one-year-old ingests drugs. Uh, that was in Grant County. 4.41 a.m. last Friday, deputies were dispatched to a home in the village of Santa Clara regarding a one-year-old who was unresponsive. 24-year-old Rosa Herrera Zalzueta stated the child might have gotten into Oxycontin and fentanyl. Authorities state that deputies administered Narcan to the one-year-old whose breathing became improved uh, and slowly opened his eyes. And the mother has been charged with, she's a convicted felon. Uh, her husband is a convicted felon. And the mother has been charged with felonies uh, in the past. So this brings us uh, today's uh, latest, yes, young child involved, uh, kids, raising kids. Young adults taking fentanyl and heroin and oxycotton and uh, meth. Well, here's what we got. Deputies getting emotional as Valencia County Sheriff's deputies gave a chilling warning to a mom who had just called them, worried she was going to harm her children, or a new lapel video release. It's happened before in the past where mothers have hurt their kid. This is from TJ Wilhelm at Channel 7. You get to the point where they're killing them. We saw that, uh, what, less than a month ago, I want to say? I don't want you to ever do that. I'm sure you don't, right? My baby is dead. That's the mother of a one-month-old, tells 911. A week later, some of those same deputies responded to the Milton El Cerro mission home only to find her four-week-old son dead in a bassinet. Video shows some of the deputies getting emotionally distraught when they see the child. Mother uh, was accused of killing the infant and had been diagnosed with postpartum depression. Bill was quickly placed in handcuffs. The Sheriff's Department recently released video of both incidents. In the first one, it shows deputies in mis insisting that Milton go to the hospital. We think it would be best for you if you go to the hospital to talk to somebody or a counselor or a therapist. Deputy told her an ambulance took her, and the deputies had paramedics check out both kids. Deputies can be seen on video playing with the older child and changing the diapers of the infant before taking both of them back to the police station. They also called the Children, Youth, and Family Department, which decided to release both of Milton's children to their father, who had been out of town working. Milton had called 911 reporting her baby is dead. You can see them in the video. You can find that at KOET Channel 7 if you wish. Now, <clears throat> I do want to say, knowing something about postpartum depression, uh, it is an out-of-body experience uh, for the mother. One in four women will suffer from postpartum wow, depression. Wow, I didn't know it was that common. Yeah, it is. Uh, and there is tests. There is a, a doctor at the University of New Mexico Hospital uh, who he, she herself, and, and Dowd, you have, you have met her, you know who she is, who suffered from not postpartum depression, but severe postpartum depression. And in that severe postpartum depression, uh, she developed uh, uh, ways for people, and it's now being used nationally across the country. Oh, great. And uh, that, uh, 
that, that that wonderful woman is of course uh janelle who is uh samuel and sebastian's uh mom so and she is a a great lady uh to say the least who has administered this and if these people would have been able to go ahead and take this test if they would have gotten the help that they needed and, and it's scary let me tell you when you're in that situation and going through the severe postpartum depression like the psychiatric department literally just grabs hold of that person because they are inevitably you know a danger to themselves and others because they're in a different altered state mm -hmm. they're in a different state of mind and it has and it's so common the baby blues it's so incredibly common it happens to so many people and they don't know how to handle that they don't know where the you know sort of depression goes so um it's not manageable. You need professional help. Mm -hmm. And here is the perfect case of a mother of a one-month-old. Uh, you know, uh, that, and, and the other thing, too, is a PTSD trauma. And anyone who is consistently dealing with sick children or young children who are you know, not able to take care of themselves sure. will constantly have probably the worst ideas of what could potentially happen. All right, right, right. Uh, or, or something like that. So, you know, not everybody who is, um, you know, postpartum depression is uh, self-harm or a harm somebody else but there are things that go through their brains that you know imagine carrying a life for nine months two term having it and then you know uh having these uh, different feelings that you and i doubt can never even possibly no, I, understand. and I, i'm not justifying the woman because there's also uh munchausen syndrome, oh, of course you know and and there are women who get attention uh, particularly women who don't feel like you paid attention to them while they were pregnant, et cetera, right. who create a uh, high level uh, of interest, uh, <laughs> I guess, in, in them by, you know, basically killing their baby. Yeah. yeah. And, and there have been cases out. where, you know, there are videos in the hospital where they're actually documenting the mother harming the child so the child will get sicker. So she'll get more sympathy. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I, but you're so right, Eddie, about you can't. I It saddens me because I thought that maybe we'd be a little more open about this in our country. And maybe stop tweeting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, nobody wants to on, talk about depression. Nobody wants to talk about mental illness of any kind. But depression, it, you know, we are a tough breed of people. We came here. Most of us are, are either came here on our own or were the product of people who were taking a big risk. And uh, it's why we still have that. There's still a strain of anti-governmentalism in us. There's still a strain of entrepreneur, entrepreneurship in our country. So we don't want to admit weakness. But when you really have a genuine mental illness, it's tough for the people who have that wonderful, perfect, normal brain chemistry balance in their head to relate to people who are struggling with depression, no matter what, what the cause is. And uh, I think we need to be more open about it. And boy, there's a lot of people who just need help. And I think we need to keep reducing that stigma. I mean, I know it's not the way it was in the 30s when somebody in the family had a problem and they went off to the facility and you never saw them again. And uh, or in uh, Joe Kennedy, the one of the evilest men to ever live, you know, some uh, Rose wasn't the fitting in with the Kennedy uh, lifestyle and they had her lobotomized. I mean, we're not as bad as that. Um, and we made a lot of progress and there's a lot of medications for it, but uh, we could do better. I think one of the greatest crises in this country is just untreated mental illness. And um, don't, uh, don't shove it in the closet folks. Uh, I mean, our psychiatrists are so incredibly important. Oh, you know, people don't understand just how important it is for psychiatry. Mm. Uh, and, you know, Dr. Summers, he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. And for him to diagnose uh, people and for him to, you know, kind of, you know, whatever Dr. Summers says uh, is pretty much what I go with. He he diagnosed a friend of mine uh, with pers uh, borderline personality disorder. Oh, that's a bad. That's a, that's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and 
she didn't want to believe me that that she had it. And if left untreated for the remainder of your life, borderline personality disorder uh, blended with a high level of narcissism, yep, yep, yep. Uh, which is a dangerous combination. I mean, if you ever see the movie Silver Linings Playbook, oh yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. see the Silver Linings Playbook, you see that woman, and yeah. she just wraps herself around. A guy who's obviously bipolar, yeah, you yes. know, has these flips. <laughs> yes. you, you remember that movie? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Bradley Cooper and uh, Jennifer J. Law, Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, the uh, number one uh, Academy Award for uh, sick is borderline personality disorder. So, and, <laughs> and people don't realize because there's all this fuel and passion and drama and stuff that's surrounding this particular person, but it's got to be like a calming uh, mm-hmm. of of that mm-hmm. of that person's, you know, not just nerves. Their anxiety is very high level, high risk taking uh, stuff that takes place. I mean, you know, whatever the psychiatrists are are are, are diagnosing these people at, it needs to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. It is something that absolutely has to be assessed because you start mixing, you know, behaviors and in, in instability and uh, possibly drug and or alcohol abuse with any one of those things. Puts it on and I'll tell you, these, yeah, it's it it just uh, creates a wide web of all sorts of behavioral issues and then they turn up in, in various positions. Yeah. So. And I would just recommend a book um, for people who, this is not for the severe cases where you really probably need medication and, and serious professional help, but I would recommend for people who are kind of at the margin, you know, kind of in between, you may see your, see yourself slipping away, uh, particularly in, a, in the crazed environment we are in today. I read my the message from my sister about what's going on in Scotland um, Martin, exactly Martin Seligman, L-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, Martin Seligman. Uh, he has developed this concept of positive psychology. He, he was a, you know, big, big brain PhD guy, professor of psychology at, you know, I think it's UPenn, uh, one of the premier universities in our country. And he, I think he got a Mark, MacArthur Genius Grant where they just give you a million dollars because they're so impressed with your ideas. Um, he said, all we do in our profession is focus, focus on abnormal psychology, mental illness nobody's ever really Positive done much psychology. research on huh. how you we, we have a, we have a million books about your physical health and your diet and, and all this stuff so he developed this concept of positive psychology and what you need to do every day with your health with your exercise with getting outside social connected purpose in your life and i think 100 years from now people are going to look back at martin seligman and say he, he was just a genius. Nobody had ever really put any attention to the fact that you need to work on your mental health the way you need to work on your diet and your exercise and everything else. And so he's kind of distilled the the nutrients that your brain needs, your soul needs, your heart needs. And it's just a great, uh, he's written a couple books. I would just re- recommend him Seligman, S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, Martin Seligman. And of course, I can speak about all these issues, ladies and gentlemen, because my dog is a professional dog therapist. She has 15 clients a week and, um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story that will really make you cry, ladies and gentlemen. We picked up a new girl uh, over at oh, the yeah. mental health center. Congratulations! In in August, uh, she was a, a breeding stock in Arizona. Didn't have a great life. They just kept breeding her and breeding her. And her last round of her last litter, they all died because they just kept breeding her. She has a wonderful life in Corrales now. We don't really know if she's going to be a therapy dog. She's this isn't her training. She's three years old. I was told recently by uh, <clears throat> her legal owner, also the legal owner of my my dog, uh, I actually gave her away when I had to leave New Mexico a couple years ago, now I'm back, um, that the new girl, some of the clients have tried to hug her. Some of the male clients have been trying to hug her, and even uh, the, the, the woman who has these dogs, her son, male son, has been trying to hug her, and the new girl only allows one male human 
to hug her. And who do you think that person is? Uh, yeah. That would be me. So uh, <laughs> allow me to toot my own horn a little bit. I do have a connection with dogs that I will never have with human beings. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, by the way, tomorrow, folks, we'll focus on uh, loving the Rona, some research going on here. Uh, we'll talk about abortion. Uh, we alluded to that, uh, but we're going to go uh, a little bit of a deep dive into how the media's uh, hypocrisy and all that. Uh, Cuomo, UFOs. Uh, I think that's uh, something we, and we, of course, have to address uh, corruption. All that uh, for tomorrow. And, and uh, hopefully the Cato Institute's new poll on social media, Eddie, which is devastating. If you, Particularly if you're a conservative, you're going to want to hear this. It tears the liberals to shreds over the little Napoleon, little bureaucrats, little sellouts, little dime droppers that they are. Uh, we'll also uh, touch upon a story from Just the News about the feds coin on whether they'll punish nuns for not providing gender transition procedures. A kinetic school meeting turns violent. Board member uh, Ray McFall punched in the face. And a California superintendent of equity living in Pennsylvania uh, resigns. Uh, wish we would have had that. We knew somebody else who was living in Pennsylvania and uh, didn't resign <laughs> until it was maybe a little bit too late. Final story here, uh, a place that you and I know well. And guess where it happened? Right on the frozen lake of Monteverde Lake. Uh, where was that? That was right in front of our house. Number 12, Jared Johnson was called. After, remember the house, of course? Yes. There, you saw the lake. Oh, That's where the that's so beautiful the uh, deer that was trapped on the frozen lake. Jared Johnson was called after a deer fell into the Monteverde Lake and aimed a fire, couldn't get up. The deer was laying down on a partially frozen water. We saw a yearling just laying on the ice. It wasn't falling through or struggling or anything. It was just laying there peacefully. He, saw, he decided to army crawl his way to the deer. The ice was about half an inch thick, and it was clear, which means it's a good solid freeze. So slowly but surely, Johnson made it across the lake, then grabbed a hold of the deer, which is a pretty good-sized lake, giving them the thumbs up to the crew on the ground when he's ready. Crews pulled it too slowly across the lake, a little bit shaky. Its muscles were tired, but ended up shaking it off and walking into the woods. Johnson's now dubbed the deer whisperer at the office. The department <laughs> says the deer rescues happen two to three times a year. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh, first thing that comes to my, my brain immediately is the expected survival time in cold water. Uh, do, you, do you want to go ahead and uh, talk pretty. about that real quick? No, it's... it's uh, you know, so here's your expected survival time in various Titanic water pictures. temperatures. In water temperature 70 to 80 degrees, uh, you will get to exhaustion or unconsciousness over a 3 to 12 hour period. So that's 21 to 27. That is cool water, but it's not cold water. Three hours to indefinitely, you could survive. Uh, 60 to 70 degrees, you will go to exhaustion or consciousness two to seven hours. Uh, and expected survival time, you can survive up to 40 hours in water. Um, how about uh, water 50 to 60 degrees? One to two hours. And uh, expected survival time in that cold water, one to six hours. And that is very cold water. 60 degrees, 50 to 60 degree water is cold. How about 40 to 50 degrees? Well, not good, folks. If you land in 40 to 50 degree water, your expected uh, survival time is one to three hours. You're exhausted. This is, uh, this is, we're not even Titanic. We're not even Titanic uh, water yet. 30 to 60 minutes. My heart will go on. Uh, <laughs> there was room for both of them on that door. There was. Uh, I don't know what she was. They did doing. it on Mythbusters. They proved it. <laughs> and then uh, there it is. Here's the my heart will go on temperature. 32 and a half degrees to 40 degrees. You will only last 30 to 90 minutes max. Your exhaustion or unconsciousness will come in at 15 to 30 minutes. And uh, for that deer, this is what he risked. Under 15 minutes is your survival time. 
uh, under 15 to 45 minutes of survival time, under 15 minutes of zero exhaustion or unconsciousness on water of that temperature. So little uh, information you need to know just in case you happen to fall into a river. Uh, you want to know where it's at. That's the first thing to think of so you know how quickly you have to panic. And one of the things that's really interesting, I think you'll like this. Here's uh, some tips. Cold water robs the body's heat 32 times faster than cold air. Use that word 32, right? Frozen. Right? Right? There you go. Now you have it. Rule of thumb. If you should fall into the water, all efforts will be given in getting out of the water by the fastest means possible. Should you find yourself in the water, avoid panic. Air trapped in clothing can provide buoyancy as long as you remain still in the water. Swimming and treading water will greatly increase heat loss and can shorten survival time by more than 50%. The major body heat loss areas are the head, neck, armpits, chest, and groin. If you are not alone, huddle together in a group or in a group facing each other to maintain body. See, this is what they should have done, done uh, when the, the Titanic. Mm. But there would have been nobody there to pick them up anyway. But didn't they pick up the Titanic, what, two days later or something like that? Let them hang out there for two days. There was a boat nearby that grabbed the, 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 the unsinkable Molly Brown and, uh, and, and Kate Winslet, but uh, bad scene. Bad scene there. All right, down. Uh, take us out. Yeah, uh, top, top five, five stories are rockoftalk.chat. These are the most clicked items from today's Daily Blast. You can subscribe and get this yourself, ladies and gentlemen, at rockoftalk.chat. Number one, uh, Albuquerque Bar busted for serving underage drinkers. Uh, that was a news release from the New Mexico Department of Safety. Number two, a Las Cruces restaurant is struggling to stay in business with their dining room closed during a pandemic. Hopefully we'll get to the full details of that tomorrow. Uh, hey, a public defender still on the dime after sexually harassing... His underlings uh, still on your dime, ladies and gentlemen. This is Santa Fe Reporter. Actual actual journalism being committed by an alternative left-wing uh, paper. Uh, my favorite story of today, Hobbs Teen wins uh, $22,000 in a new truck at the Las Vegas uh, rodeo competition. Uh, what a wonderful story. And then finally, Yvette Harrell appeared on Fox News advocating Ooh. for a suspension of the federal gas tax. There we go. Love that. All right, back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Another day, it's just another day. So sad.